1: Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I want to be able to smell those grilled onions. My wife, a couple years ago, not known as a great gift giver, but she
2: actually did give me a nice gift. A candle that smells like grilled onions. So we lit that candle, instantly had sex. Instantly. There is something about grilled onions gets me in the mood for everything. Eating, fornicating, everything. Everything.
1: Featuring Panama Ted. Imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Rihanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. So reach around the (laughs) guy. You gotta squat and be ready. (laughs) Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone.
3: (laughs) Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Tuesday. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man again today. What's up, Timmy? Oh, bone, just happy to be here with you. Second day of the week and I'm really mm. excited what I'm not to just blow through the whole show, but tomorrow morning I've got like a quick little turnover. Beamer texted me a couple of hours ago talking about a rundown. I'm like, "Wait, rundown for what?" I'm I'm about to do a Tuesday show. Mm-hmm. He was referring to tomorrow morning <laughs> because that's how early he starts prepping and getting ready. Yeah. I'm gonna get juiced tomorrow morning at six AM oh, for beautiful. the first time. I've Look never you. I've never been on that program before. Have you ever done I know you worked at other radio stations. Yes, I've had, done the morning I know drive. You had to do morning drive yes. before. Okay. So I you're did used that to, for four years. Okay, so you're used yeah. to getting up and doing all that. A- I would, I wouldn't say I'm used to it anymore. <laughs> I mean, that, that was like you were ten years at one ago. Time, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So well, there you go. It's gonna be very different. I'm just gonna get up at three forty-five. Maybe, maybe not go to bed. maybe not go to bed just to good. be sure. You and Beamer reunited on the morning show. That's good. I yeah, like that. Yeah, old buddy Beamer, and we're getting ready for post-game shows. So yeah, it's a way good. to. We're almost there. Get the wheels in motion. What are we now? Nine days. Nine away? days.
1: Nine Beautiful. days.
3: And Beam's gonna have some good fun. And you talk about next Thursday because he's got the juice to do. Oh yeah, the post game show for an eight PM kick. We're network post, so and they do about an hour of post game before they hand it to us. Uh huh. And then is You're he doing the about morning show yeah. on Friday? And then he's doing the juice on Friday. So is he just Woo! staying out all night? You may as well stay at the that station. Just, right. Just
2: sleep here. Don't even go home. Have
3: you ever done that before?
2: No. What, Ever an, all, had, an all-nighter? Do that? Yeah, just pull oh, the I mean, all-nighter. Pull all-nighter just like for other reasons. No, no, just,
3: <laughs> no I mean not like for, the, that not had for work, work, no. work
2: associated with it. No, no, I've never done that. I did do I I slept one slept at a radio station once. Did you? Our Kansas
3: City radio station. I slept there once. Was it a good story or was it just you like crawled no, under a desk and fell asleep? No, no, it was a, it was a bad story. Okay. It was just about just working your ass <laughs> off, right? Just $8 an hour trying to get that time and a half when you go beyond 40 hours a week. Yeah. They were glad to pay it too. Yeah. They were glad to pay the twelve fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. That's to, right. To just get keep to, you there. Just work somebody sixty hours running boards and Kansas yeah. broadcasts and all that. I know, and, and
2: I do the same thing where I get, I look back at some of my days in radio and go, man, those were tough days. And then I remember, at no point did they say, "Here's a shovel, start digging." Like right? <laughs> right? at no point did they say, "Like here yeah. you go, see all that asphalt." That's all in a truck. We're gonna put that on this road, and
3: you've got to stand here and make sure it all goes the right way. I'm I to do like actual hard. It's, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's it's not a good feeling to be sleeping on a dirty vinyl couch Ugh. at Ooh. an old sort of at the time dilapidated and beginning to be run down radio station because we did move into some shiny new digs. I think it was a Kansas basketball was playing in Vegas or something like that. It would have been holiday tournament time. Oh, really? So they were playing one of those Vegas tournaments, and it was late, 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 late. It went yeah. to 2 a.m. or something, and I had to be running a board for a show Saturday morning that started Ugh. at 6 or 7 a.m., probably hunting and fishing or local NASCAR talk show. <laughs> I mean, the real, the good this stuff. This is the good old days of radio what where you where got, every station had all that. When you're a kid and you're dreaming and you set your goals... That's what you're thinking about. That's right. Running yeah. board for the hunting and fishing show and the local auto racing program. Yeah, that's, that's what I exactly always wanted why you to get do. Into it. Yeah, yeah. That's why you do it. So I made it. I well, made it. We've made it here. We're
2: talking about sports today, and we've got plenty to get into. Inside the NFL, three forty-eight, four thirty-four, rapid fire, and then of course a game show coming up in the five o'clock hour. Now, what's the game show today?
3: Yeah, I I went back and forth with a couple of ideas for you, and I I went with the theme of the day. Okay. I think you're going to like this. I think you, this should be up your alley. It's going to be a conference realignment quiz. Oh, boy. That won't go well for me. You don't think so? That, I don't need it to. It's fine. It'll be fun to watch me just multiple, suffer here. They're all multiple choice. All right. Well, that's so, good. I appreciate it. I'm asking that. about you know, big, well-known conferences, and there's been a lot of movement. There has been. There's been a ton, and the trickle-down effect has really never stopped. It starts yeah. with the big conferences, but even... The lower tier guys, like the CAA, like I'm a big college basketball junkie. All those different levels of the sport have been messed up by conference realignment. I look forward to that.
2: We'll do it at 534. We have a game show there. Uh, Big conference realignment news was what we thought might be coming down today. I I guess that's on me for like reading all the stories that were like, hey, this is probably not going to be as big of a deal as everyone says it is, and then still getting excited about it. And then they have their press conference today. The Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC announced they are formally forming a partnership. They are aligned on some ideas. And then if you look much further than that, for more info or details, they were very light on the details. But here's... Very generic. Yeah, what's going on? Here's the, the basic premise of this. You had the three commissioners of each the, each conference's commissioner basically on a Zoom call all saying we've met, we're unanimous in saying we want to form this partnership. I think calling it a strategic partnership would be a good place to start. Maybe not an alliance, maybe not like a super conference just yet. But they said they are going to work together to hopefully see scheduling for college basketball, college football. They did mention women's and men's college basketball and college football, that they hope to see interconference rivalries and things like that Happen, but then they were asked, "Well, what specifically will you do?" And they said, "Oh, well, we don't have specifics." And then you know, it was right. the same. It was a lot of that in this press. They're conference. not going
3: to. They're not going to have athletic directors tear up contracts with they were games that they've already that. got set. Yes. and we know how far out we like to schedule in college football as well, which has always seemed ridiculous to me because that just prevents when you get an idea like this. It's gonna take god till God knows how long. And we start talking about contracts, and of course, contracts in a way were made to be broken because that's what college football coaches do, right? You either get fired before it runs out or you leave that position before it runs out. But it, it kind of throws a wrench into the plans. The the main the main sticking point with me is the talk about maybe reducing the number of conference games, I think is my like big headline with this, which isn't anything that's totally official, but No, they're saying. If you could all line up and have eight conference games and then agree to play at least one non conference game against, if we're the Big Ten, that'd be one ACC and one Pac 12. Yeah. And two other pockets on the schedule to fill it out. They did say that they look to do that and they they, they want
2: to, they're going to form. Didn't they, I believe there was something about a working group that's going to get together with all
3: (laughs) from the three conferences. You need a, you need a workshop group. (laughs) Well, you got to hammer this
2: stuff out. See, I'm kind of torn on this because I I see a couple different things here. Number one, I look back at it after, as this press conference was happening and saying everything that led up to this week basically said they're going to announce something, but don't be surprised if it's just a starting point. Don't be surprised if it's a building block. And then I've seen people like Stuart Mandel and some of these other people who are like, this won't mean anything. This is nothing. They have no power. This is nothing. What is this going to do? And it's like, well, they were saying this all a couple days ago. And and my answer to that is, if the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12 all said, we are forming a conference, more or less, we are all scheduling each other as secondary opponents, and that is going to be locked in, and then they bundle that with contracts and figures and all this stuff. That's forty-one Power Five conference schools, forty-one coming yeah. together and saying we're all aligned with this. And by the way, we also are aligned on all these other off-the-field things that we'll get to in a moment. I do think that would have a lot of power. Yeah. I do think if everyone agrees and says we're, it, what would be like a huge step was if they said and we're electing. Um,
3: a president of this alliance, Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! Like, Ric Flair. Let's go. He's a fan of all 41 schools. He doesn't know which one <laughs> he likes let, the best. Don't let Ric Flair. loves Blair. his Michigan guys, us Newell and Sept Mule. <laughs> He's got them all. He loves them yeah, so much, as Michigan dudes. guys. Yeah. Just don't let
2: him on a train. But no, if they would have elected some kind of president figure and said he doesn't supersede the commissioners, but. When we're represented as an alliance on alliance level things, this guy's going to be the spokesman. This person is going to speak for all of our conferences. And then, you know, the Big Ten can still do what they've got to do for certain, you know, conference issues, Pac-12, etc. But on big picture things, that would have been great. Instead, they did none of that. They even went to this level, Timmy. There, There was some quotes from multiple commissioners here Kevin Warren said something like this I want to say Jim Phillips That's from the ACC ACC guy, yeah. also said this but Kevin Warren had this quote if you have to go back and look at a contract that you signed you probably entered a deal with the wrong parties <laughs> well this was when someone asked him hey did you guys sign a contract is there an agreement in right, place like right. how long is this for and he said well there's There's no signed contract and they all made that clear. There's right now there's no signed agreement between these schools to all do this or between these conferences. And I don't understand that logic at all. Like, Oh, if you have to look at your contract all the time, you signed the wrong deal. Well, go ahead and rip up all your contracts with all your basketball and football coaches and see how that goes. Just pay them week to week. If you trust them, you believe in them. Just go ahead and rip those up and pay them. Like, I don't understand the logic there. Don't skirt the issue. You guys said this was going to be something significant, but you haven't even got to the point where you've signed a contract yet to say, we're all in this together. Maybe that
3: will come down the road. It almost it almost kind of backs up all of us that thought something was going to be done. It's the second we learned that big-time powerhouse programs like Texas and Oklahoma were dropping out of the Big 12, formerly the Big 8, where they started, right? And we're gonna to go to the SEC and it was gonna to continue to become a superpower. And we've been talking, you know, off the air about you know what this means for ESPN and the the finger pointing that was done with the Big Twelves Commissioner at the execs at ESPN about how there was some collusion they were doing this with their rights for the college football playoff and how they'd want to keep that going and having the SEC and all the powerful teams. There was a lot to unpack with all of that. And there is no way And I I just love some of the, like on this side, we're talking about the student athlete and the academics are going to come first. I mean, just can, can we save it with all that? We're, we're never, we're never going to hear the guys that are in suits that are making a lot of money and they are up there to make a lot of money for their institutions with these moves. And we're talking about sports, but that's the first thing that it's about. But yet the talking points always going to say, it's their universities, they're proud institutions, and academics yes, will always come no, first. There was well, no academic reason
2: for making these changes. They it, did not, this was not motivated by guys. Yeah. Textbooks are going no, up. They cost no. a lot of money. We got to form an alliance. I never did that. And
3: as I was walking out of the studio, because this press conference, it's it's still going on. Is that live no, no, right no, no. there? It, it's is ended. that just a it's replay? Ended. It's a replay. Well, it's, it, was, it's it, was, ended. it was going on at least 45, 50 minutes, because yeah. I, I walked out of the booth at, at 2.45, and Kevin Warren was answering a question about so is this in retaliation, or is this in response to Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC? And he, he sort of admitted that it was, which I think is, for Kevin Warren, who's just great at saying a whole lot of nothing and just sticking to the copy points, I was at least pleased to hear that, because, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. You're doing this because something major happened in your game, and you had to be ready for it, and I'm with you. We might not have gotten a lot of concrete things with this today, but with the Pac-12, Big 12, and ACC buddying up together— against the SEC, it can lead to sizable things. It's seismic shifts in the sport. That is the other part
2: of this. And I want to take a break. We'll come back and talk about that because even though today was kind of an empty bunch of statements or a bunch of like happy
3: thoughts and interesting ideas... There's things that that this is... It's going to go places.
2: There is a possibility this is a seismic day in college football. And we'll explain why when we come back. It's uh, Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan.
1: Fan traffic
4: from the Logan AC and heat services traffic center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound before East Broad Street. Traffic is stop-and-go from 670 in this area. Plan about a five-minute slowdown as traffic continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Eliana Ray with fan traffic.
1: Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll go inside
2: the NFL coming up at 348. 4 o'clock hour. It's rapid fire. 5 o'clock hour. We have a game show. Uh, by the way, Connecticut. My guys at Connecticut. They are so excited about this. I'm excited about it too. It's the open house savings event this Thursday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday, or Thursday and Friday. Saturday, it's 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. This is at their location in Canal Winchester. This is the time. If you are looking to buy a Connecticut water system, whether that is a Premier Series water softener, whether that is a K5 drinking water station, I have both of those in my house. They are excellent. Don't know what we would do without them. The water is so much better in our house because of that. We have no more funk in our water. But if you want to buy one of those things, this weekend is the time to do it. You can get $1,000 off the water softener, $700 off the drinking water system as well. Filters, accessories are going to be discounted as well. There's all kinds of goodies there at Connecticut. Plus, they're going to have prizes they're giving away. So stop in, see them, and get your water defunkified. In fact, get the funk out of your water with Kinetico. That's what we always like to say here. So uh, that is Connecticut dot com to get all the details. I even post a little video in case you forget. Go on Twitter. Like that video and then you'll have it to remind yourself. Hey, when is this open house event? Is this if on, you on forget, your Twitter? It's on my Twitter. Your Twitter. I say I posted it. I hit. I hit send and I don't know if it's up there, but it's going to be up there soon. Anyway, all right.
3: Yeah, I'm going to check that out.
2: ConnecticutColumbus.com. Go I look like at bone my own videos. Look at my fat face on Twitter. And then you can also be reminded that way. But ConnecticutColumbus.com. That's the place to go. Um, all right. So we were talking about this. I don't know. They keep calling it the Alliance. Nicole, Nicole Auerbach, who's a writer for uh, the Athletics, she coined that phrase. And not, I don't have anything against Nicole Auerbach, but I just it feels very like pro-wrestling, the Alliance. I think we should come up with something better. How about the Alliance of American Football?
3: <laughs> that's That name's not tainted at all. You're right. It's, it's certainly not taken anymore. It's not taken anymore. It well, well, doesn't exist. If you look in the second graph of the official release that's on Big Ten, everyone can go and read this. If you want to see for yourselves... Just how official or how generic all of this news of the day was. Big10.org has it. I would imagine the Pac-12 and the ACC websites have the same exact press release, right? Like I'm going to go check that next to see if there's if it's different or if it's the same one. Because if it truly is a joint thing and an alliance, it would be the exact same. Because all three guys are up there and all three logos are in the backdrops for the press conference as well. And it says the alliance long dash. What do you call that long dash? In I don't know. I don't know. What's the uh, name for that thing. I just thought it was a dash. <laughs> well, you know, but you got the dash, know, and then you got the egg, the double. I don't act, know the the what double, it is. Act, if you do the double dash in Microsoft Word, it then extends. Yes, it. Yes, I don't know what it's called. I don't, I don't know. know. But, but it, say, it says the Alliance, and then long dash, and then continues to talk about it. I know. So they're they've kind they're, of they're
2: adopting the Alliance. Yeah. I just don't. I don't like that name. I think maybe perhaps Nicole Auerbeck got that fed to her by one of her sources who was like, "And by the way, we want to call it the Alliance." So. Put that out there. I don't know. Either way, here here's why I We could I use say, the name,
3: though. Yeah. Names, uh, suggestions are, g- are going to be taken. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, we, we touched on this earlier. Why are they doing this? What is the reason that they are even entertaining this? I've seen a lot of college writers, college football writers, saying, like, what is even the point of this? Here's the point. They know all these commissioners saw what happened with Texas and Oklahoma, and they saw how many more dollars... The SEC is going to make if they do that. Then you factor in the 12-team college football playoff expansion idea. Remember where that just kind of we went from? Oh, expansion's not on the horizon. We're not really even talking about it. We're still good with four teams. We went from that to here's a whole here's model, a 12-team yeah. model. Instantly put up in like six months. We went from there's no action on this to wow, this is crazy. And, and almost as crazy as the Texas-Oklahoma thing going to the SEC. Do you remember who's on that committee to expand the college football playoffs? Do you remember who it was? Yes, that is Greg Sankey, Sankey. Yes, is the yeah. only commissioner from the Power Five conferences who was on this committee. He was on there with Jack Swarbrook from Notre Dame. He was on there with, uh, I want to say, someone from West Virginia. One of their administrators or AD or coaches or somebody. And I, I'm trying to remember who else was on that committee, but it did not involve primarily the ACC the Pac-12 or the Big 10. So or that, the Big 12, yeah, yeah or the Big, Big 12, right. Bowlsby, yeah, right.
3: what you said, yeah.
2: So all those com- all those conferences are looking at this and going, "Hold on a second. And and what's happening with the SEC by the way? Who are they about to be in lockstep with?" ESPN. Yeah. 2024, all of the there will be no more SEC on CBS those games that we watch. That's not happening after 2024. That's all going to ESPN. So ESPN controls the rights to the college football playoffs. They control the rights to the SEC football games. And the SEC president is in charge of putting together a system, apparently, that did not consult these other conferences and said, oh, yeah, we're going to expand the playoffs so that we can have possibly four, five, six SEC teams in there if we want to. All of a sudden, all these other commissioners are going, I like I almost get the vibe. It's not even we're worried we're going to lose money. We're worried. They're saying we don't like the fact that you just went off and did this and didn't ask anybody. And you've kind of gone all behind our backs and done all of it. So here's where I say this could actually be a big deal. If these three conference commissioners, after making this announcement today, they don't just say, all right, job done, high five each other, and then in two years this falls apart. If they actually get back to work hard and heavy over the next six months and they do the little dirty work that Greg Sankey was doing behind the scenes, if they are all willing to put that in and come up with something in six months that's much stronger than this with signed contracts, with we're canceling football matchups, and we're realigning all that. Oh, by the way, we're going to find out how we can get out of this ACC television deal. The ACC television deal runs through 2035. It's a it's the whole reason why I believe today they didn't announce, we're all together and here's our TV package we're going to do and all this other stuff. So the one, They
3: can't do that yet. You know, the one thing that I was thinking about with this, too, is what kind of leeway are you going to give some of these athletic directors if if you become more official with this alliance and everybody does agree to knock it down to eight conference games which let's see the the Pac-12 and the Big 10 are the two at 9 right yeah the they ACC would have to drop still down at eight to eight, eight. anyway yeah, yeah and Notre Dame's got that Notre Dame's sort of the, the different one that has that five game deal. They're an to play ACC, ACC member in every way except for football. Except for football, yes. where they play five ACC teams. Yes, right. What kind of opportunity? Because you talk about ripping up TV contracts, and we heard a lot about the. We heard a lot of that term force majeure through the pandemic, right? Yep. Gene, I heard Gene Smith utter, utter that a lot because what happens, you know, when games are canceled, and mm-hmm. these are not really. Contingencies that anyone ever thought was gonna pop up, but you know, big time money-making college football games, we've always just had our sports, right? Since World War II, we've always just had our sports. So you had to you've got some recent experience with this too, with ripping up contracts and changing things and the dollar amounts. If you can really sink your teeth into some of these matchup possibilities, like imagine an Ohio State Notre Dame, and nothing would have prevented them from doing this anyway. But what about a 10-year deal, you know, well, it's, where you can go home and home that. with Ohio State and Notre Dame and you get something that is just really attractive to go after more of what, because you've had some, the Big Ten has had already some really attractive matchups when you have Ohio State really in anybody, Penn State, Michigan, the big non-conference game they're going to play. But if you can enter into something, make it more regional, more regional, more rivalry type of feeling with a Notre Dame who's in this alliance now. You've got more to provide those TV execs to open up their checkbooks to go against what the SEC is going to continue to boast. Yeah. Here, here's the reality. Clemson having a guaranteed
2: game against a Pac-12 opponent and a Big Ten opponent, that's a big, big moneymaker. Big. Ohio yeah. State having that. Penn State, Miami, USC. All those schools having guaranteed out-of-conference, and it's set in stone that is where the money is. And that's why right. I'm surprised they didn't already have that done. But maybe that's what they're going to do next. And if they do, that's where this becomes huge. So we'll continue to talk about it. There's lots more to unpack from this today. It was, it was a pretty interesting day in college football, but we'll talk about that. There's an awkward situation brewing in Minnesota. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic.
4: From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier an accident has cleared from I seventy one southbound before Greenlawn Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area, and a disabled vehicle still blocking the left lane of seventy one southbound before East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up to six seventy. This traffic report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. With a Medicaid plan from Molina, you get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a twenty four hour nurse advice line, and more, all at no cost. Get the most premier health plan. Visit lean com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
1: Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints.
5: Uh, I'm. I'm. You know. I, the, no. No.
1: This is man and bone. Welcome in. Hope you're
2: having a good Tuesday. We'll go inside the NFL coming up 3:48. Rapid fire four o'clock hour game show five o'clock hour. So this this story from, Everson Griffin who is now back with the Vikings you may remember that he was long time Vikings player drafted by them. Great played player for, them for many years. Yeah. Great defensive end. And then last year at the age of 33 moved on. He was with Dallas for a little bit, was with the lions for a hot minute. And back in January, he tweeted something out about Kirk cousins. In fact, he tweeted this specifically. He said, quote, quote, He, number one, added the Vikings. So he said, add Vikings, Kirk Cousins is ass.
3: Thank you. Added the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) Didn't even add Kirk Cousins? Why did just, is it Kirk (laughs) on Twitter? I don't know. Say it right to him. He probably is.
2: Then he said, ask Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, their head coach, ask (laughs) Zimmer if he wanted Kirk. And then he said, he will tell you the truth. Who wanted Kirk Cousins? Take your guess. It's basically intimating that this was not Zimmer's call. This was, you know, front office's call. Everson Griffin. Then later on in that same day, again, this was back in January, where he's not playing for the Vikings. He said, "I'm sorry for posing that about Kirk. It's not right for me to call people out. I apologize for hurting him. I'm very grateful and thank you, and thankful." Which I don't know what the last part of that has to do with anything else. Like you're apologizing, then you're like, "I'm grateful for what you you yelled at somebody online." Anyway, now. He is going back with the Vikings. And so these tweets have come back up and people are pointing out, hey, you uh, said some nice things about Kirk Cousins. And he said that he plans to apologize to Kirk Cousins for this after the insulting tweets. He also said he's already apologized to Mike Zimmer. So
3: that's not awkward. That won't be weird. Well, in knowing the kind of guy that Kirk Cousins is, I would doubt that he even gives a crap about this. Like looking at some of the things that he's been doing lately and, and saying he you doesn't care so. about. I don't think he would. I, and again, like when you're all the stuff that gets said too, in the National Football League. Well, but it just goes around and around, and we he can was dig anything guys, up on
2: social media, right? When he was with your guys, wasn't he? The one running
3: in after the game, going, "You like that?
2: Like, yeah, yeah he, I mean, he, he, you like he, that guy, like,
3: right?" So he hears this stuff a little bit, doesn't he? I I hope so. I I don't think it will bother him, but. I hope it can further drive a wrench because I sort of, as a as a Washington football team fan, mm-hmm. have something invested in seeing Kirk Cousins just plummet, just continue to wane. Yeah, and he's been he's been good, right? He's been sort of the guy that he was in the last two years with Washington. He can put up some stats, give him sure. that. Yeah, he can put up some statistics, right? <laughs> Yes, He'll get you the touchdowns, and he'll have more more of those than he does interceptions, pretty good completion percentage, good yards. Hey, man, but you, he don't, just you don't have to convince me on it. I've not make, been a Kirk Cousins fan. He just doesn't ever make a lot of big-time throws in big-game situations. You're not winning anything big with Kirk Cousins. And I'm not really happy with the way that my team handled the franchise tagging and giving that guy $50 million over two years, but if you didn't, you weren't going to have any kind of quality quarterback at all back at the time, and at least they didn't want to invest 130 or $140 million over five or six years with this guy. Right. Because you're seeing what it is with Minnesota, and you could say, oh, wouldn't you rather have him back there now? Well, you wouldn't have the defense that you have in Washington, which could be the best in the NFL. And I'm not sold that he'd even be that much better than a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, a journeyman QB who just seems to know... What each team needs from him when he goes into a situation, I, I look at Kirk
2: Cousins as a a marginally percentages, I'll say ten to fifteen percent, maybe even twenty percent better quarterback than like Andy Dalton. Where Andy Dalton, yeah. had I think Bengals, that's fair. Andy Dalton say. had plenty of moments where you said, "Man, this guy looks really good. He is throwing some darts. He looks awesome." But then it came time for, all right, we are down to crunch time. This is a big game. You need to step up and make three to five plays that will take over this game. And it wasn't just like, well, that was his first time there. He didn't get it done. That's okay. It, It was multiple chances to get it done in the playoffs. And he just never really got to the level. Now, Andy Dalton did that. Couldn't win a playoff game. Kirk cousins is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. But he's better. But yeah, he is for sure. He has the
3: expectations on him that this is a guy who can lead you to a Super Bowl. You were paid. And that's not who he yeah, is. You were paid to be that guy to be a consistent top seven or eight quarterback in the National Football right. League. That's what the going rate was. That's what all the discussion was about when he was getting tagged. In DC. It was about him, you know, moving on from RG3. RG3 was beginning to be an afterthought. Like after his injury and going into his second year, he wasn't even a thing anymore. It was clearly going to be Kirk or somebody else. Yeah. And Minnesota just dumped it all on him with the guarant three year yep. guaranteed contract, almost 100 mil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you haven't really done anything in the postseason to show for. Him. Yeah. I've been just... to the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't hate the guy or anything. I just. I and you and, <laughs> yeah, and, that, yeah, and you got an extra game in, in the one run by that one of the worst defensive plays oh, in sure. the history of football. Absolutely. Right? That's one the of Minnesota the, uh, the Saints game. Saints yeah. game. Yeah. yeah sorry. I yeah. can't talk.
2: No, that's all right. But it's it's truly and honestly, Everson Griffin made this comment back when he didn't think he was going to be with the Vikings, and. Then, <laughs> And then he thought better of it and said, okay, whoops, I apologize. That was wrong of me. But the reality is that's that's not a guy who didn't know what was going on in yeah, Minnesota. He did think that. He was, he was around that he team did, for he a did long think it. time. He knew exactly what they were going through. He knew organizationally probably who wanted it and who didn't. And he is aware of it and thought, I'm going to lay it all out on Twitter. And now he's had to come back and apologize. I guess the good news is they obviously play on different sides of the football, so... You're not going to have a bunch of it's not like a star wide receiver saying that that gets worse because then it's like, well, that's directly who you're in the huddle with every single game. Right. That's a little bit worse. But either way, I I respect the honesty. It's just now going to be really awkward. So I, I look forward to seeing how this all plays out. And I also look forward to this. If Kirk Cousins is asked this year. I look forward to seeing these people who suddenly are. What's your
3: th- What are your thoughts on Kirk? Well, it's, <laughs> it's the that. weekly uh, trip to Everson's or locker,
2: or it's the people around the team who are like sources inside the Vikings say there is growing distrust of Kirk Cousins' abilities to lead this team, and it's like, well, gee, wonder where those are coming right, from, right? And, and I love the extra <laughs> insight <laughs> we'll know who's too.
3: Who's going to be saying that? I love the extra insight about how you know talk to Mike Zimmer about that, that too, like then the oh, old yes. Tweet. He doesn't want to deal
2: with that at all. That's the last thing Zimmer wants to deal with. He's got to, you know, keep his eyeballs in. I mean, he's got problems there, man. That guy, I feel bad for him. He's had so many issues with the eyes. Hopefully, uh gets it all sorted know, out. Guy just needs a quarterback that can lead him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, imagine if he just won a Super Bowl. I bet he would retire, like, instantly after that and be like, all right, I'm done. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got out a lot of health here. issues. Let's I just want to be out of be here. Be done with this. Yeah. But can't get there. So there you go. Blame Kirk Cousins for Mike Zimmer's. Bad ice. That's what I say. That's what I, well, well, I guess. What we're doing here to <laughs>
3: watch them just melt in big game that's after it. big game. It's going to do it to you. That
2: would. I'd shoot my eyeballs out of my eye sockets too if that was happening. Uh, Inside the NFL is coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan.
1: Fan
4: traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. You'll find on 71 southbound before East Broad Street a disabled vehicle is causing some heavy backups in that area. Traffic is stop and go from 670. There is a wrecker on scene trying to get things clear, but please be cautious here in the meantime and plan on some backups. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has amazing prices for everything on your back to school list. Now Staples comp books, two pocket poly folders, 24 pack of Crayola crayons, and an eight pack of Pep Rally number no. two pencils are just fifty cents each. Offer ends on September 18th. Eighteenth, limit thirty. Prices may vary. Online Only on the NRA with Fan Traffic.
1: Dare, dare to be dumb.
2: The team that is better on paper will win at least fifty percent of the time.
1: This is Man and
2: Bone. Welcome in. Hope Tuesday is going well. Nine days from Ohio State kickoff. That's right. All the coverage right here on the Fan starting. I don't know, 2.30 on uh, next Thursday, but we'll be on the air all day, 6 a.m. Morning Juice, all the other shows, Bishop and Laurenitis. Then I think we're going to be on at noon after that. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. But Buckeye football is coming up soon. Can't so believe it. Keep it in front of you, man. I'm just, everybody's like thinking about it. Everybody's got it out there. Let's just let's just keep it on the forefront. So we got some Buckeye football. We'll talk a little Buckeye football coming up 4 o'clock hour as well.
3: Are you doing like any traditions when you get ready for the college football season because I'll admit, like, in my hierarchy of, of sports viewing, like, things that I really get excited to watch, it's Buckeye football, college basketball, I'm a junkie with that, yep, yep. the major championships in golf, I really love that. Mm-hmm, sure, Those are, those are like, at the top. The NFL, like, surely, certainly the NFL.
2: But oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, that's, I, I look at the NFL as, like, the wallpaper of our sports life where it's just it, yes like, it's always there it's always there you don't need to be yes.
3: revved up for the nfl We're because all, it's yes, just it's all consuming it's yes. so captivating the, the sunday it's just there fantasy football when we finally start talking about our drafts and i know i know how you feel about people talking about their own fantasy football teams and i, <laughs> I love that i love that <laughs> And we always seem to forget about the Fantasy Football League until it's like two weeks before the season starts, and you look forward to it, and they're like, oh, yeah, is everybody good for uh, this night? Can we hop on a Zoom Mm -hmm. or whatever now, get in the 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 window, the room, and let's go, let's get that thing going. That kind of sets the marker, but Buckeye football, really, like for me, hosting the the show, hosting the Buckeye show, we just get to, to count it down, starting from about a, about a hundred days out. Yeah, so it's just it's fantastic. When you get to the single digit countdown, it's almost like it's here already, and you're getting into game week. It's just such
1: a fantastic time. It is.
2: It's exciting. We'll have all the coverage, of course, right here. Your home of the Buckeyes is right here on the fan. Let's go inside the NFL.
1: Common Man and T-Bones inside the NFL.
4: Brought to you by my friend Dick Mascheter-Ford. Open 24-7 at All
3: right, take it away, Timmy. All right, so did you check any Trevor Lawrence out last night? We were talking about yeah, Trevor and I did you know how what Urban that. was talking about with Gardner Minshew and staying very, very mum on the quarterback race and not committing to Trevor Lawrence being the starter, how he's got to earn it, right? And... Trevor Lawrence recently told ESPN that he had no expectations after being the number one overall pick in the draft saying, you know, like any competitor would, right? I'm going to come in here. I'm going to have to earn the job. He said, I think it's all about competition, especially I know coming from college, there was that, it was that same way. Once I came into Clemson, Kelly Bryant was a returning starter, was quarterback the year before, had a good season and coming into that, it's like, you don't just walk in and get handed things. I just think that's a good way to run an organization, a team, whatever. People have to earn whatever they're given. So it's good to know there's not going to be, and we talked about this yesterday, you're not going to get any kind of attitude from Trevor Lawrence. He seems like a good kid, like his head is screwed on tight. And I I thought all things considered, if, if you saw him compared to Gardner Minshew, Lawrence didn't turn the football over, didn't have any picks. Minshew did. And that Saints defense was just getting after that. Oh, it, it, it was it was rough. And Lawrence tell you, it was looked a, up and down.
2: It, but you know what? That that yeah. was I'm gonna just chalk that up to Jag's that was, bad. Well, Jags bad, and that was a generic looking offense. Two I, starters out right on
3: the offensive line, oh, Andrew Norwell, who Urban Meyer yeah. is going to love having on his team again. Wasn't I just, out there. I just don't know if that's
2: what we're actually going to see from Urban Meyer's offense. I'd be shocked if it is. But if that's the offense, man, oof. Trevor Lawrence might have said, "Man, maybe I should have stayed in Clemson another year just to, you know, round out my college resume." But either way, I think I think it'll be better than that. But it did not look good yesterday.
3: Yeah, and you know Zach Wilson if you have been watching and hearing what all the NFL experts are saying, he's had a good little start here, and you don't want to make too much out of the preseason. Justin Fields is at a great start, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Justin has looked yeah. really, really good, and all of us here in Columbus would say, well, hey, I told you so. I still was at the point where it was Trevor Lawrence, clear favorite, clear, clearly the best guy in this draft class. Then it was Justin Fields, second. So I, I don't care what... Trey Lance is going to do in the preseason or how good Zach Wilson is going to look. I'm staying with that. And Fields hasn't done anything but give you confidence in the pro that he's going to be, the quarterback that he is going to turn into be. Another thing that happened, though, that's bad for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Did you hear the news now, guys, about Trevor? uh, Sorry, Travis Etienne. Trevor Lawrence's teammate at Clemson who, you know, Urban double tapped the running backs in that first round. He is out for the season. Oh, I didn't see out this out for the, the season. season he had a foot now injury last night in that game. The dreaded he, Liz Frank. Uh, yeah, the dread. He's going to undergo surgery. Sources told Adam Schefter he's on IR. He is going to miss his entire maybe, rookie season. Maybe what the Con family needs to do is just sell Urban Meyer on the idea of
2: getting two number one overall picks back to back years. Because <laughs> it, it might be it's a, a situation good way to rebound. You just say, hey, right? Just look. Whatever you can do this year. But if you're the worst team
3: in the league, it's all right. Let's just. Let's just get another first-round pick next year. Let's try this again. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic way to rebound. Did I did I say the Jaguars took two running backs in the first round? I meant they took Trevor Lawrence two and then players, Travis. Is that's what I end. assumed. Yeah. You meant, yeah. So how about this situation? Now, Cole Beasley, of course, has been. As outspoken as anyone in sports, I would say, about not wanting to get the vaccine and just wanting to live his one life, right? One life. The way that he wants to To live live it. it. Unlike cats who get nine of them. Cats are lucky. Cats get nine lives. They're, they're luckier, right? If you're
2: an actor in the musical Cats, you actually get 18. <laughs> you, get 18 you double right? it up.
3: I mean, that's just been... Is that unless officially dead, unless though? Unless you're an understudy. Isn't that officially dead? Nine. Is Cats still on? I don't know. No way. I, I can't be dead. It's a cat. Bodie, Broadway expert. Look up, see if <laughs> Cats is <are> still <laughs> no, running. I think, it, I think you're right. Any way, shape, done. or form. Well, I mean, But cats are, like, climbing up walls. you got to have extra lives when you're, that's right. like, doing Spider-Man type of stuff, and you could take a big fall. So, Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis, and also Star Lotulele. They are in quarantine for the Bills after being considered close contacts. They're going to miss the next five days of practice after being deemed close contacts. So all three players, though, tested negative. So Cole Beasley clearly telling you he's not getting the vaccine, so there's going to be some different treatment there as far as how you have to have, have to mask yeah. up. And if you are he fully has, vaccinated, in it's in more NFL, close to normalcy now in the NFL. It's
2: five days if you're not vaxed. And we'll talk more about that in a second, because there's yep. another story about someone who's
3: getting a five-day, you know, how do you do? Yeah. How do... you how do you do? Right. But, take a seat. Yeah. The trainer, though, that they were in close contact with, unfortunately, he is fully vaccinated. Yes, but... So I was told Adam Schefter, but is, they still have to do this. This is what we talked about yesterday, man. Like,
2: I heard some NASCAR guys talking about this, because they had a guy who had to sit out this past week, a driver who didn't get to race, because he got positive for COVID, but he's healthy and fine... But there are different yeah, well, protocols if, he's if got, you're not vaccinated. If, and if so you have to think about it. If
3: the trainer also has coronavirus and it's the Delta variant, you, you don't, don't want to be giving it around. to Cole Beasley, who's right. not vaccinated. Yeah. It could be worse for him, exactly. That, so they're trying they're to keep you this for your family, safety. Cole. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure he's handling it. Well. I I'm wonder what Cole it's Beasley's like at his throat. house today. Yeah.
2: The we'll, comments. We'll take a break when we come back. We'll talk about how something is going on with Cam Newton and it's. Not totally his fault, but he's missing time right now at the Patriots. We'll talk about that next. It's man and bone on the fan.
4: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle has been cleared from the roadway of I-71 southbound before East Broad Street. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow. As it recovers, plan on some residual backups, stop-and-go backups from 5th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by WOW Superfast Internet, best price of the year. Switch to WOW Internet for the best price of the year. One gig internet is fast with the most bandwidth, now only $49.99. Call 833-WOW-SALE for offer details and get this deal today. Leanna NRA with fan traffic
1: objects in radio may be dumber than they appear this is man and bone not singing
2: but you know common man would be at this point so we'll leave <laughs> right. it there. yeah yeah that's i can't do it i don't even know i don't even know the lyrics you don't no i don't know you don't lyrics. know the lyrics to this song that's too bad i tell you what i was thinking about you Cause though i know because i know you like some limp biscuit and I've I been I've been listening to a lot of Limp Biscuit lately. Out of nowhere, I don't I haven't listened to them mostly since high
3: school, and then now it's like I do like to limp up on with, the old Spotify. I do like to limp with the biscuit. <laughs> how about his? How about Fred Durst? He's making a look. resurgence, right? He's, I don't know how to describe that look that he's got, where it's just the long, shaggy, silver fox hair. He does have that with the, with the uh, handlebar mustache. Mm-hmm, it's an incredible yeah. look. It is hey, Fred Durst. I know y'all be loving this right here. <laughs> I know you're
2: a lip biscuit guy, but yeah, you know, it was funny the other day I was, so I had Abby our almost two year old and mm-hmm. I was like trying to watch her. Melissa and the other older two girls were out doing stuff. So I'm like watching her and I'm trying to straighten up the den mm-hmm. where, you know, she plays and stuff goes everywhere. So, I was like, I'm going to put some music on this And then, on and of then break the stuff unedited yes. pops oh, on. Yeah.
3: But, yeah. She's, but she's not it's just even. one too. of those days when she's I not- don't want to wake up.
2: <laughs> Everybody sucks. Yeah. It was, Yeah. which by the way, that song, now say what you will about like, how he interprets his anger for like not waiting to wake up. But that is one of the real, realest realist lyrics that I it's ever heard when I was in high school. It's so like, good. Oh, there's someone else who just doesn't want to get up today. <laughs> it's good to know. I'm glad that there's someone else like me. Cause today
3: I just I want to stay in bed. T-bone back here, spinning it for you on Christian radio. I got a new band <laughs> here, new song, new track to show you. It's called break stuff. Yeah. Limp yeah, biscuits. That's right. Get back at me. But I had the,
2: you know, little Spotify, you know, playlist up and then that comes on and I'm just Dancing, you oh, know, I'm, I'm goofy dad. Yeah. I got yeah, my two year old. I'm trying to just you know entertain her, clean a little bit, and she is losing her mind. Like she is jumping up yeah. and down. It's She's so picking good. stuff up and throwing it across the room. And I'm like, yeah, it's right. Don't really know why, but you want to justify
3: ripping someone's head <gasps> off.
2: Bodie, did you know so you were going great. to get Timmy Hall, Fred Durst impersona- impersonations today? Did you know you that? We're getting it's, that when you come in. It's a shame you didn't do this on the
6: Buckeye show, Tim, because then it could have been a promo for our commercials. That would have been perfect.
2: <laughs> no, we would have had to It'll pay for It'll come back around. We would have had to pay rights to that, to Fred Durst, because we can't use it in a promo, I bet you. There's probably some law about that what or do you, something.
3: What do you think I'm going to be throwing into my music app the second oh, I,
2: I leave here? Yeah.
3: Well, actually, you know what I was listening to was a
2: Limp Biscuit, Linkin Park playlist that look. was just oh man. all lincoln park and limp yeah. biscuits so it was like kind of getting slammed back and forth a little bit because those two you know they're they're a little different you on each side the, but there's a lot of angst you get
3: the lincoln park track with the evanescence mixed in was that lincoln park yeah wasn't that wasn't that you're thinking
2: of are you thinking about that bring me to life song with evanescence that's 12 stones no that's the guy no and
3: i'm not i'm thinking of, of lincoln park okay i don't remember that one. Oh god why well, yeah no I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up Okay, in the break great. This is I think best. I think I'm right, right
2: there. This is fantastic. <laughs> I always love it when we reference things on the show and then we don't remember <laughs> we what don't, they are. Right?
3: <laughs> it's always good. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, everyone that's everyone else has the mobile phones too. They can look it up before I can.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
3: I but yeah, I I I'm, I have
2: become more comfortable with my rap rock fandom. I, I I admit it. I like that new metal stuff. I don't know what to say about it. It it's I can't believe though.
3: That's, that's the one. Stuff, it's Numb. It's Linkin Park Numb with Evanescence. She, that's the one. That, I didn't know that yes. Evanescence was on that. <laughs> yes, I didn't, no, there's I didn't. a version. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't. I've never that's heard exa- it. There it is. We I got gotta, it. I got to go look that's that exactly up. That's exactly the one. It's fantastic. All I know is this.
2: I used to be very ashamed of the fact that I like that style of music because everyone rips it. And like, I mean, I rip Nickelback, so I get it. There's, It's not everyone's favorite style of music. And I don't support like all the things that are said in these songs. There's a lot of angst that... I listen to those songs and I laugh. Like when Fred Durst is like, it's just like, okay, dude, you're insane. Oh, like man. I, yeah. I laugh like, at that. Come on.
3: The lyrics are insane. But right? I, they're just right. the dumbest lyrics. When you really sink are. your teeth into a, a limp biz. They're called Limp Bizkit with a Z. <laughs> Although, I can't biz remember. KIT. I, chaos, can't remember I mean, song. come on.
2: Fred Durst is on a. There's like a there's a track where they get a couple of guys from Wu-Tang to come on to a Limp Biscuit song. I don't remember what it's called. I didn't even know it existed, but I was listening on this playlist and it just popped up. It's, you know what? It's
3: not half bad. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to defend that song and say it wasn't half bad. I should, since we're talking about the Biscuit, I, I should inform everyone something very personal about my life. At a Limp Biscuit concert was the first time this guy ever saw a woman topless. In my life, really, that was yep. the moment. Yeah, probably fourteen, fifteen ish. Yeah, at okay. a concert, it was the the famous HF Festival, ninety nine point one HFS out of Baltimore, big powerhouse I'm a music sure it's, station I'm sure back it's in the day, famous out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, DC one hundred one was the one in DC HFS, yeah. but they, I mean, their their concerts were massive. I mean, this was at the Baltimore Ravens Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. so they would, and back then there wasn't really a bigger get. In the late '90s, early 2000s, whenever that was, to get Limp Biscuit headlining, yeah. we—you know what—we moshing been- was just insane. I just, as a kid, I'd never experienced anything like that. So it was, it was beautiful and fantastic. Here's the thing, Timmy: if you and I had grown up near each other, like, or gone to
2: the same high school, because we're roughly similar in age. We grew up in the same high school. We would have been jamming at Limp Bizkit oh, concerts. Man. We would have been talking yeah. about college basketball. All oh, like, we would have been yeah. like best buds.
3: Trajan Langdon stats. Right, We'd be doing like, our brackets. Yeah, March absolutely tra- talking about Trajan Langdon or Carlos Boozer mm-hmm. the better Alaskan absolutely. basketball player. <laughs> oh is man. Boozer
2: from Alaska too? Yeah. Oh, I knew man, Trajan Duke. Langdon,
3: the Alaskan assassin, Alaskan right? Dukies.
2: There you go. Right there. Look at that. What a weird connection. Man. Well, anyway, so yeah, as it works out now, I hate you. But if I if I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> if i knew you were back school, then we could have been yeah. great friends it would have been awesome uh, by the way speaking of hating people did you see this uh the the paul brothers who i think we all can agree we
3: hate oh jake logan paul and jake and logan paul God, yes man so, i have a hard time you know whether it's credit to them because they're millionaires now or if it's just are you taking advantage of what our society is becoming to get all yeah. all this fame and fortune. Yeah. But it they're could be he, that. He, they're going in there and getting their bodies right enough I guess to be well, amateurish boxers. that's it, right enough. You beat up. Because yeah. so it's not something,
2: great. Something came up where Miles Garrett was talking in an interview last week and someone asked him about those guys in their celebrity boxing and he said, quote, he would beat the brakes off of Logan Paul if he ever entered a celebrity boxing
3: ring. He would. Of course he would. Yeah, he would. Yes, of course he would. He'd what brutal. are we talking about? And so Logan or Jake Paul? Is, no, he wouldn't, man. No, let's do it yeah. and then let's make you know seventy-five million dollars putting yeah. it on.
2: So then Jake Paul so, yeah. was on something up at uh, WKYC up in Cleveland, and they asked about that comment, and he said that basically Garrett should stick to football. Because Logan would knock him out if they ever got in the ring. That's just playing the game. And then he said... How that, it goes. And now, here's... Okay, you want to believe that. you got some faith in your brother. Whatever. He then cited the fact that Logan Paul took out Nate Robinson in a professional boxing match. And it's like, <laughs> Nate Robinson is 5'8", or if
3: that you know former basketball player what what does that have to do with you beating a gigantic (laughs) football defensive end one of the fiercest guys in the league that makes
2: no sense that is the dumbest argument i've ever heard but yes i have turned a complete 180 on celebrity boxing i'm with you let's do this and let's have miles garrett get in the ring with but you know what both these guys like one, and then the other. Miles Garrett wipes the floor with both guys.
3: See I, the the whole Floyd go. Mayweather thing. I was completely out on. You were not. Oh, of course, you were not course. going to get me for one second well, for that, that nonsense. Here's why I, not going to happen. I was out on
2: that for multiple reasons. One, Floyd Mayweather's piece of human garbage. I don't like him. But then you couple him with these guys who are like lesser pieces of human garbage, but also still guys I don't like. And then it's like we're going to have this fight where you're involving arguably one of the greatest pound-for-pound fighters of all time, and then he's going to go in there and fight with one hand tied behind his back to make it look kind of fun, and then ultimately they did exactly what I thought they would, which is have a
3: no-contest kind of, oh, oh, you know, this was than I thought. It looked pathetic. So they can do it the again. Short and the clips do it again. that I saw. The last time I even did anything boxing, I think you were involved. That was, yeah, when we watched, that was the it was a pacquiao Mayweather, fight. It was Mayweather-Pacquiao, wasn't it? Like one
2: yeah. of those I think it's it the very it was the very first one and it, it sucked. terrible. Yes. And I said it after sucked. that what I'm What was done.
3: it? 75 bucks or 50? It was stupid. 100, 100 stupid, maybe, right? It was stupid. Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, was Going was 33 33 on this. That was two three houses guys. ago. Timmy. That was, uh, that was two different
2: houses is where I've lived since that, that place and I regret
3: it still to That this was day. three
2: level bone back then. <laughs> <laughs> Not five level. Now it's five, five level, level bone is a different thing. Uh all right, very quickly before I like don't payoff on my tees uh the patriots have had to keep cam newton out. actually you know what we'll take a break because i don't want to shortchange this you want to shortchange cam newton we'll get into this story we'll break it down officially so cam newton is out right now for the next few days is this presenting a big opportunity for mac jones we'll talk about that next when we come back it's man and bone on the fan
4: fan traffic from the logan ac and heat services traffic center
5: Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads. You'll find some backups on 71 Southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Watch out for delays and more delays expected on Westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. This driving report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. For the Medicaid plan from Molina, you get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a 24-hour nurse advice line, and more all at no cost. Get the most from your health plan. Visit leanonmelina.com for details with fan traffic
1: these guys are a big deal and by big deal i mean cheap and fat you're listening to common man and t-bone welcome in timmy hall filling in for
2: common man today Bodie is in for panama ted Bodie is going to be doing rapid fire coming up 434 game show in the five o'clock hour Uh, So there's uh, some news here about Cam Newton. We'll get to it and some news just in from Ohio State, too. We'll keep you all caught up here. But the first thing is Cam Newton. So he can't come back to play for the Patriots until Thursday. Has to stay away from the facility over a COVID-19 testing issue. Uh, According to this story, he has to remain away from the team due to a misunderstanding on COVID-19 tests conducted away from NFL facilities. This happened because he traveled to a Patriots-approved medical appointment that required him to leave the New England region. He received daily COVID tests, which were all negative. But according to a statement from the team, due to a misunderstanding about tests, tests conducted away from the NFL facilities and required NFL NFLPA protocols, Cam will be subject to a five-day reentry process. Um, according to their protocols, Tier One and Tier Two individuals, including all players are exempt from daily testing and allowed to travel if they've received the COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you can... You can gather something there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, that means that Mac Jones... The on-the-field on the aspect of that is Mac Jones gets more first-team reps. And he's not looked bad in the preseason. And he's looked good.
3: He has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, quarterback class, right? That was the thing. There were a, a good amount of QBs. I had Mac Jones at the absolute end of that. But... Sure. Go figure. Here he comes, the Alabama kid and he's looking good for the New England Patriots.
2: Yeah, I was uh, making the joke on Twitter that cuz Bill Belichick had said like, look, Cam's the guy. Cam's the guy before yeah. preseason and I thought, "Huh, how would how would Bill Belichick be able to back away from a statement where he said so definitively who his starting quarterback is? Oh, maybe you just misunderstand the testing protocol. It seems odd that the Patriots
3: would not be aware of how that works, but Right. Or you're Bill Belichick and you get to the point where you may have said that before the preseason, but Mac Jones has looked better in practice and in the preseason. <laughs> right. And you say, guess what, guys? The plan has changed. We're misunderstanding. Now Mac, We're gonna... We are misunderstood how Cam Newton was going to play. <laughs> and now, Mac, now I'm understanding how things. Mac Jones is going to play. Yeah, so and he's exactly the guy. Right. Yeah,
2: so there you go. We'll keep an eye on that situation. That's very interesting, though. And it, it does pretty much lay it out there for you, though. I mean, if if you have the vaccine in the nfl you're treated differently than if you don't have the vaccine and that is to try to stop the spread of this to people who don't have the vaccine it seems fairly simple to me
3: i I had to tell you this while uh, we didn't talk about this but i saw something that i I think you would laugh at because we before the show were talking about the max kellerman news and we're we're interested and i I imagine a lot of listeners are too with with people who are moving around in the media and what's happening with sports radio and sports tv because a lot of you watch it right you have Grown up watching ESPN and taking and consuming their content. There was a, there was a Patriots thing. I was on the, the main NFL page, right? You, yeah. where you think you're going to get the top headlines, main NFL page. And off to the side, it was a, it was in their video, featured videos, right? So where mm-hmm. you're going to package the best little snackable content that you've had from that day or past couple days. And the headline said, Mina Kimes, is not buying the Patriots as a Super Bowl contender. Okay, I was like, <laughs> "What? Who the f is?" <laughs> I don't it's know. Like, what? And I'm not. It's not bad on Mina Kimes. Them, no, like it's, it's just, just the just fact why was that, that highlighted. Why a, is that the yeah. quote? Like, who is working on the the digital platform? Well, that we, day, right? That put, puts that video. Like I went, like I went jamming the keys. I'm like, uh-huh. like, am I missing something? Like, what are people thinking about the Patriots here? I'm like, no, they have about the 17th best Super Bowl odds. Yeah, they're not going into the season. No, Nobody no should be saying that. that. I don't. Who's buying that?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a product. We don't ES- even know who's going to QB them. ESPN is trying to farm hot takes at all times of day, and sometimes they just don't understand what they're talking about. Right. Not not, not many times. Is
3: it because it's the still people, the Patriots that you've got to put the Patriots their social up media there? Stuff,
2: I guess, yeah. So whoever's doing their social media was like, I'm going to highlight this. She doesn't think the
3: Patriots are good enough. And it's like, okay. She probably yeah. saw that up there She's, and was like, well, yeah, of course I don't buy them <laughs> as a Super yeah. Bowl contender. Well, they're middle of the road. I'll tell you,
2: if I worked at ESPN, I wouldn't be able to look at any of ESPN's actual social media because I'd probably get mad at the time where they misrepresented <laughs> I what I said yeah. just to... Get some kind of hot take going. But anyway, there you go. So that's the latest on going on with the Patriots. Now the Ohio State news. Uh, This is not shocking given that the vaccine just became, you know, uh, FDA approved, at least the Pfizer version of the vaccine. But it's going to start
3: happening many, many places now.
2: Yep. Ohio State is requiring every student, faculty and staff member to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Now, this is not an immediate uh, mandate necessarily, but. For all Ohio State students, faculty, and staff, you will have to have at least a first dose by Friday, October 15th, 2021. Uh, The second dose, if you're getting a two-dose vaccine, must be done by November 15th. So from a sports perspective, right, this would mean that I know Ryan Day said there were approximately 10 members of the team
3: that had not been vaccinated. They will need to be vaccinated or you're not playing in the game.
2: That's right. I mean, it's so pretty much you, it,
3: you can get away with it until October
2: 15th, but by that point, you're going to be missing out on a big part of the season. I mean, that's still you got 6 or 7 games after that. So never mind if you go to, you know, playoffs or anything. So whoever that is, if they want to play, I assume you don't get to play for the football team if you're not allowed to be on campus, right? So that's going to be included for all the coaches and staff too, but now we know that's that's out there. And, and by the way, if you think that's overreaching or anything, LSU today announced they're doing the same thing. All yeah. their fans. LSU. Will, all their students have to be vaccinated. LSU also said if you want to come to a game, you have to prove that you had a vaccine or a negative COVID test. And by the way, they will not be the last school that will do that too. So that's where we're headed, folks. That's what's happening. Um, so
3: for those who are holding out, just be aware. Interested to see you know <laughs> what these decisions are are going to you know wind up doing for the number? Because where are we? Ohio, fully vaccinated, 47.8%. That's insane. Just what's this going to do in our that own is- neighborhoods, our own communities? How will, will that number tick up if your job is now going to say, your job, your place of business, your school, yeah. either get it or I'm sorry, can't come around here right now I we'll have to come up with other alternatives I don't know what kind of exemptions can be well, made I don't know for why people, certain look, situations there could be some of those given out but for the most part I've, I would think it's, Tim, it's natural was, that number's
2: going to tick up now I was thinking about this the other earlier today because yeah I mean it's it's there's been a lot of focus on vaccines and people it's become very polarized for some people not most people I think but some people are very polarized on this Oh yeah yeah well, you've noticed that one, <laughs> I've noticed it too. Have, you, but not, you, know, have you noticed this? But just to put this all in perspective, folks, you remember you remember the sound effect that we play of Timmy Hall <laughs> on the air, yeah, <laughs> and it's done. So that's Tim live doing his own drops that we've played. That was not before. that was not the sound clip. That sound clip is from Tim. Taking a vaccine. Taking a vaccine! On the air. Live, on the yes. radio. We they we had, that was sponsored. I won't say, you know, what company it was, but they sponsored getting the people vaccinated. Shot. The flu shot. Yeah. And it was free and available to everyone. Come in and get it. And to show how easy it is to get your flu vaccine, we both, I think I did it once, you did it once, Bobby Carpenter did it. I mean, lots of people yeah. at the station did yeah. this on the air. Anthony so, did it on the air. This yeah. is not, I, I just... We've gotten in like a few years to this point where it's this insane thing where it's like, it's not insane to get a vaccine in your arm. This is something that a lot of people do all the time. In every school I ever am aware of, ask for your vaccine records before they let your kid go pretty, to the school. I'm pretty sure my
3: wife's a nurse and I'm pretty sure I don't want to say a thousand percent, but I think they have to get the flu shot. Yeah. Like i think that's mandated right. I've, i'm aware they of that they have yeah. to get the flu sound, shot at least as medical professionals every year sounds right to me I'm and not i sure also if think yeah. well well yeah now definitely but i think the the hospital was before had already said oh, this yeah all this they had already COVID, decided right. this before well before the rest of the campus the mandate you're reading about how it's all students right it's everyone it's at ohio state is what you just read right this just came yeah. out yeah that's true. I think the hospital had already decided that before yeah, this, this, this just came
2: Yeah, this just came out minutes ago. It's different so, standards, you know, uh, dealing with people's lives there in the yeah. hospital. So there you go. October 15th, the deadline. I don't know what that means. I mean, they're saying that everybody in in those, you know, students, faculty, and staff, I don't think that necessarily means anything for going to a football
3: game on nothing campus. Yet. Yeah, no, nothing but yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if something like that comes down the well, line, too. Well, I mean, you... Just because of what the campus mask policy is, right? Mask you have to, policy, yeah. You have to be, even if it's going to be a full shoe, you're going to have to be masked I would think to be in there. Either, well, I don't know. I, I'm Right? Is that is that on, official? I don't uh, know if well, that I'm, is official yet. I'm not, I'm just saying if the official word is right now, anywhere oh, on the campus, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to have a mask. Any facility, right? I know it's outdoors, so I guess I'm not... Yeah. don't that speak I, out of turn but I'm not sure on that yet but all I know I'd is say there's a
2: good chance I would say there's a good chance that there will be more of this coming down the line from Ohio State just so keep your ears open but that's probably where we're headed at some point we'll take a break come back rapid fire is next it's man and bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan
4: fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center
5: Good afternoon. You'll find traffic continuing to build out there. Backups expected on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Plan on some slowdowns. And more slowdowns expected on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Five-minute backup over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has amazing prices for everything on your back-to-school list. Right now, Crayola 12-count colored pencil bonus packs, 10-plus-2 marker bonus packs, and Staples pencil boxes are just 97 cents each. Offer ends on September 18th. Limit 30. Prices may vary online. On the NRA with fan traffic.
1: The most listened to show in Greenland. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in.
2: Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man.
3: Oh, man. Such a good day.
2: Oh, it is, right? buddy. Yeah. Hotter than hell, but it'll <laughs> you know, change you know soon know enough. You know me, I like it hot. I rarely, if oh, ever, get with... I makes really, no sense. I rarely, if ever, get with Ted's too hot. But let me tell you what. I was talking to my wife today, and I said, once school gets back in, and now my kids are back in school, a lot of kids are back in school, you know, colleges, universities, yep. going back to school. Yep, back to school. When we're, you know, probably another weekend. I'm, at that point, it's like, I'm ready. This summer has broken me. Because I, I... It has just been a lot more I know you mean. hot than I think I recall in a long time. you Maybe it's just because I was outside more of this. I don't know what it is. No, no, no. Here's, here's what, I'm telling you, though, like now I'm ready for let's get to 58 degrees and the leaves turning colors. I can deal with that for a little
3: bit. I, I was going in a, a different direction for just a, a second on what you were, the road you were going down. Yeah. Because you said I was just done with the summer. I also, and you mentioned the kids going back to school. I've mm-hmm. noticed there's been a, a bigger mental and emotional hurdle, I think, for most parents that I know because of most people working at home, and this was something, right, a lot of us, and we did, you you sort of take what life gives you and try to find the silver linings in it, right? Yeah. The time at home, extra time with the kids who are also Zooming and not going to school. There's also just a certain routine that you're in and a year-around clock as an adult of when you have your weekdays mm-hmm. to yourself, right? Yes. So you can get some real stuff done, whatever like pick any million things yes right calling the insurance office because you got an issue you got to take care of the kids going to the bmv to get this updated things you need some time to do and other things right so (laughs) what like there was no time you had you had back to school and then summer hit uh-huh. You're like, wait, yeah. we just gave them back to you. Yep. We yep. just gave them back to you. Now you're saying go away into the hot, hot summer and have it out for three and a half more months. You're like, no, no, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And then fall is here, and so there's something good about back to school. They can get back to normalcy a little bit. The wife and I, we have our uh, celebratory breakfast out the day we drop Jack off at school. (laughs) First day of school, Starliner Diner. Here we come. There you go. Let's get it. We do
2: that, and now we have Abigail looking at us going... How's it going?
3: I know, Idiots. I know, I know. It's Like, where did you go? I know, stupid. I, I knew that about you, but I've <laughs> I've been seeing it with a lot of my friends. Like, there's this sort of aura about them. Like, ah, oh, you know, school yeah. is back. I like, know. I love my kids, but yeah. school is back, and Bode, we love our Bode, teachers more. Bodie
2: is is you know, he's a young man. He's single. He's living his life. <laughs> there's no children involved. Bodie,
3: are you? Well, not like, that we know of. Well, I mean, that's fair. Might are, have many Are out you
2: there. at a point now where you're also done with summer, or are we just old dad guys talking about this, and you're not there yet? Where I, are you on? I'd be okay if it cooled off a little bit, but just a little bit. I love summer though. Yeah, I do like, too. I, I, despise,
6: I love summer too. See, I, my thing though is like, not only do I love summer, but I despise winter. I okay. like once I,
3: below sixty, I'm out. Like I'm just I'm done. With, I'm, I'm, with I'm you so that. over
6: it. And so you guys, the more crazy, <laughs>
3: crazy, <laughs> I, crazy. How could you not like a fifty-eight degree partly cloudy okay, day? I, okay, I said, okay, oh, that's under not 60, 60, 60, 60 your buns uh, off? I'll say under fifty. <laughs> it's unbelievable under weather. 50, once we get in the forties, I don't like that. I like the temperature to be. I could wear pants and long sleeves or shorts and short sleeves. Yeah. And but all is comfortable. It doesn't matter what I do. Okay.
2: I see I'm I'm more once we get under like fifty, then I have to put real shoes on, not flip flops, and I don't like that. I like to live in flip flops. I like open toed shoes. Slides or flip flops? Oh, thong. Flip flops. Oh, little, The little guy going right up between my big toe and so my that's, first uh, toe. So that's three thongs then. <laughs> That's right. The, the third one is invisible.
3: Some people even do, I mean, I was... well, even, some people even double thong, so well, it could be four.
2: They, hey, trust me, we find one that fits. It's all right. Uh, let's do
3: Multicolors it. showing there. <laughs> That's it's very right. fashionable.
2: Rapid fire. Let's <laughs> do it. Rapid,
1: rapid fire.
2: More thong discussion.
1: The red and the yellow fire. look yeah. good together.
6: <laughs> Bodie, rapid fire number one. Go ahead. Which team are you guys more confident in to make the playoffs? The Buckeyes or the Browns? That's a good question. It is a good one. But because... it's got to be the Browns
3: because
2: there's a
3: bigger oh, really? play. It's a bigger playoff. See, I was going to go said Buc- The Browns are definitely making the NFL playoffs. All definitely, right,
2: But the counterpoint there, what's the game Ohio State's losing? I mean, because I think even if they lose a game, they're still in the playoffs. Like I'm, And so they've
3: got a one-game buffer in a season where I don't see a lot of games they're losing. I'm not saying I don't love Ohio State's chances to make the playoff. But if I'm looking at the other one, I think the Browns are basically guaranteed to get in based Man, on what they were last so year. Fu- it's wild. I know. So place. To your brain can't get behind forget, that. Last, I needed the Browns year, to prove it, and that, they did last year. So now I, I'm good with that. I just ball. want to remind everyone. I mean,
2: I I'm loving my brownies, but the Browns did have to beat the Steelers the final week of the season to get in. I mean that that went right up to week 16. So all right, fair fair question though. I'm I'm going to go Ohio State. You're going Browns. Be- way. The,
3: but the Browns are even better this year.
2: I, I they're, they're even better. Be. Yeah, they should be. The crew are also better than last year. And look, it's not right, that situation. It's
3: not that situation. They like everything. He loves Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> what do. Andrew Barry
6: is doing do. for the club too. I do. I agree. Uh, rapid fire number two. What are the top three games you guys are looking forward to watching in Week One of the college football season? Okay, Ooh.
2: there's a lot of good ones. You have what about Week Zero. <laughs> there's nothing great in <laughs> no, Week Zero. But you know right? what? Week Zero is Nebraska, Illinois. Illinois. It's a Bert. big ten. It's a big ten game. Yeah, Bert's return to the Big Bert's Ten. return. I'll be watching that. But and oh man, if they, I don't know what I'm rooting for there. But either way, it'll be it'll be
3: fun. Uh, oh, go I'm Bert! Say, let's let's get this Scott Frost <laughs> stuff dialed. I quick. can't say go Burt. I'll go never Bert. say that. Um,
2: <laughs> so I'm going to go Georgia Clemson. I think that's a easy one. That's top five teams at least according to the rankings. Uh, Bama Miami. I'm interested in neutral side at Atlanta. But you know, it'd be all Bama fans, I'm sure. And then uh, Penn State-Wisconsin. I'll go with Penn State on the road there. An interesting matchup to start the
3: week. I'll I'll say those are my three I'm looking forward to. All right. Since you said Penn State at Wisconsin, I'll pivot. I'll go with one of my old uh, alma maters, Weber State. Go Wildcats at 24th ranked Utah. That's a Thursday, September 2nd game as well. Because I had Penn State-Wisconsin. Two, I'll go. This is a top 25 matchup. I'm intrigued. Number 23, Louisiana, will be mm-hmm. at number 21, Texas. Yeah. That Sarc's could be, debut. That could be interesting. That's a 4.30. A that's the first Saturday, Saturday the 4th, I, I believe that is. And let's go uh, my Kansas Jayhawks versus South Dakota, Friday at 8 p.m., the wow. 3rd. See if KU is that bad. And they are, Where they'll lose to the likes of South Dakota at hey, home. Man. Hey. They've done it before, they'll do it again. <laughs> That's probably true. Rapid fire number three.
6: The Brooklyn Nets opened up with the highest over-under win totals on Caesar Sportsbook at fifty-four and a half wins. Do you agree with that, or would you pick another team?
2: I, I can't agree with that. I will say the Lakers schedule is uh pretty optimistic, and I think the Lakers will be good enough in the regular season. I don't know about winning in the playoffs, but the Lakers should be back again winning a bunch of games. So I can see the Lakers being slightly higher overall number but yeah nets are the lakers of the two teams
3: yeah nets All right. i'm gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah Nets. Yeah. Yeah, i agree with the nets having the highest there total i uh, agree rapid fire number
6: four if michigan were to move off of jim harbaugh after this season which coach would you least want to see take over in ann arbor
3: nick, uh, nick saban, saban. <laughs> <laughs>
2: davos Swinney, right. well, bill bill belichick actually you know yeah. what I think I would enjoy Dabo Swinney coming up to Michigan, even though he would turn them into like a better program. I would really that would just solidify his villain right. status for me. But within he's reason, not going and go to Michigan,
3: obviously within reason, the Luke Fickle hire would be a problem. I, that do just you would think be Luke weird. would take the job. I don't, but okay. that would be weird if it did happen. It is. Is Matt, a step Campbell. Up Matt Campbell would be on. one, obviously, yeah. if he were to come Matt, from
2: Iowa State. Matt Campbell yeah, would be the other the one, reason. The realistic opportunity, I would say. And uh, rapid fire number five. Today is National Waffle
6: Day. What is your guys' favorite breakfast meal?
3: Mm. Go a ahead,
2: good you're, breakfast.
6: You're yeah, breakfast
3: there's a couple spots in town even that just do a breakfast burrito. really really well good call i'm talking with everything in it like the fresh veggies green pepper red pepper whatever chorizo is good in that doused with like a salsa and a queso oh fantastic put the hash browns in to the burrito as well oh hash browns browns in in the burrito
2: with everything else that is uh that is a game changer and i agree with you mine is going to be this should come as no surprise if you've ever seen me because i'm a large fat ass uh, biscuits and gravy.
5: Yum. I gotta have yeah. some sausage gravy yeah. and
2: some biscuits. When it's done right, there is that is my favorite. Thing. you could put piles of bacon and eggs and pancakes and waffles and mm. name. It, you, you you could put apple, whatever you know, fritters. Like and a all white that.
3: gravy, right? I
2: want yes yeah, sausage gravy yeah. and then a biscuit, a good biscuit with that over top of it, like then, the chip in it. You know, I would eat. I, I have eaten like plates full of that it's it's there's a spot in town i don't want to give the free pub but i will well you know who cares der dutchman best sausage biscuits and gravy yeah. i've ever yeah. had in my life der
3: dutchman there you go so if you're looking God, breakfast you know. food i why am i not eating breakfast for every single meal uh, see, why I'm, do i do lunch meals and dinner meals see, why is it just opposite. breakfast all the, opposite the way around of we're the opposite on a lot of things i like the
2: heat you don't I like dinner for breakfast. I always got annoyed. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, wait. wait. Rather, I'd rather get up in the morning and give me steak yeah. and potatoes. That's I'd much rather have that.
3: Steak and eggs? No. Do that with your leftover eggs, steak. Eggs, Fantastic.
2: Are, eggs are mostly worthless
3: to me. Oh, I you are you are you're, insane. No, I don't, you're just, maniacal. No, You'll have a hot, a, hot dog for breakfast. Sure. Love Over that. bacon and Much eggs. Rather, well, no, I like
2: bacon, but I'd put bacon on the hot dog. I'd leave the eggs off. <laughs> Crumbled bacon on a hot dog would be, cheese, yeah. Yeah, be it would be good. Some nacho cheese, yeah. Yeah, it would be good. Crackle some chips on there. But for, for lunch or for dinner? No, it used to tick me off when my mom would say, we're having breakfast for dinner. And I'm like, but I can't have a hamburger for breakfast before school, Mom. That always used to tick put me off. Put the hamburger in between two pancakes. Call it a night. That's not a bad idea. I have had Mike two recommended waffles. hamburger on an English muffin. That's a game changer. You've never done that. Toast up an English muffin, put a little butter on there. Use that as your bun
3: for any type of burger that situation. Couldn't, couldn't be bad. If it's, it's one of those it's ba- great. One of those Bays English muffins. So good. Either way, you oh, go, man. Thomas. Way, whatever. Be- way they're way better than Thomas. I don't know oh. what they're doing with these Bays oh. English muffins, but they're just destroying Thomas English muffins. He's destroying them. them. Jeez. All right. Change and you will. It'll change we your life.
2: We have to go. There's too much. There's too much to do here. Take a break. When we come back. Uh, I don't know, more biscuit talk? No. We're going to talk about Zach Taylor. Here's an update on Joe Burrow. We'll get to that next. It's Man and Bone on The Fan.
4: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services
5: Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slow traffic on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is still slow in that area, and more delays expected on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good news, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than 66 cents a day. Safe Auto, safe Auto is available 24-7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than three minutes at safeauto.com or 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. Play it safe. Safe Auto. I'm on Ray with Dan traffic
1: did you feel that it's your radio getting fatter getting fatter Chubby time. this is common man and t
2: welcome in timmy hall filling in for common man today don't mind us in the break we're just doing
3: like car talk off the air that's all we do this guy's talking about cars <laughs> oh yeah your little guy likes cars. Chris He's Berman likes cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that Ford Focus ST. Chris Berman would have no problem going Man. to the
2: dealer and like, your car's making a noise. What's it sound like? He's like,
1: <laughs> it's
3: not working. I don't know what it is. It My car doesn't go back, 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 back. Gone. It's, stuck, it's stuck it, in, no reverse. It's no stuck back,
6: in back. drive. Yeah, that's right. Stuck in drive
2: anyway yeah. sorry chris no that's fine um <laughs> now that's that's enough of the car talk we'll talk about joe burrow who i'm sure i don't know i would assume if you sign like a big contract when you get drafted i assume you get a nice car i'd love to know what joe burrow drives i'm always curious hmm. we, yeah I've... watch these guys all the time i wonder like did he just go like the big truck route and say that's enough for me i'll get a hundred thousand dollar you
3: know something crazy i feel like most athletes football players it's like the the stereotypical big truck big right? truck big suv if it's not a big truck and you're at one of the high dollar guys you're getting like a ferrari lambo type of, or bentley you know, what do you think wide of, receiver which, like diva cars that's the bentley's right which, which do you think i'm getting
2: if i'm if i got drafted to play a sport oh. and i signed for nfl money am you're i getting, getting big perf- truck? performance car you know exactly you what know am exactly. i getting I think you're getting a performance car too, but I think you're
3: getting. I think I'm getting a luxury SUV. Really? Yeah. Really? I think I could go with the Lamborghini. Now, you know what? You you play a lot of golf. That's fair. You
2: would probably yeah, room for the getting, clubs. I'm not. Yeah.
3: I'm not being big truck guy. No, no. You know, you'd get a nice SUV that's performance. What's based. what's the Lamborghini? The, the Urus? Ur, 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 Urus. Urus or Urus yeah, or whatever. Ur, Ur, Ur. Urus. Oh, what a hot car <laughs> that is! Right. Well, it's yeah, it's the mus- SUV, Mustangs yeah. coming out with a SUV. They It's have, already yeah. out. I've seen them on the road. Yeah. I didn't even know what I was looking at. I saw the Mustang logo, then I went to the mobile phone, you know, when I got home and did research and you had like, to figure wait, it out. Wait, what? Yeah, it's a little confusing. When I like, I, saw I knew it, that pony. The pony's unmistakable, I and that's a Mustang why they're doing logo it.
2: on an SUV. I was yeah. a little confused. But now I get it. I understand what it is. But I don't know, I don't know what Joe's know. driving. I'm going to I'm going to peg Joe Burrow as like a Ford F250. I'm going to say he's got that but a couple of jet skis or some kind of boat attached at the back. He seems like a guy who would have fun out on the lake.
3: Here's uh, Joe Burrow hired to tout Lordstown built electric oh, trucks. I don't know if that ever. I don't came know to be. what this
2: is, Mo. It was a, it was supposed to be an electric truck company. So a truck guy. He obviously yeah, so was he, he was doing least, He
3: was at least doing ads. Or here he is in this in a pretty big truck. If it's all right, it might be fully electric. It seems
2: fair enough. Yeah.
3: Well, anyway, Joe Burrow. We want to know if he's going to get out on the field.
2: And the question was put to Zach Taylor whether or not he's going to be actually out there playing in any preseason games. Uh, He had told reporters that everything they've seen from him in practice says he's good to go. He is plenty fine, ready to play. He said, though, this, quote, it's just a matter of what we want to do. Do we want to put those guys out there? Because it's also not just him. It's Trey Hopkins, their center, who's coming back from an injury as well. Said, do we want to put those guys out there in a preseason game or just give them more rest, get them ready for the Minnesota game? We'll take a couple more days before we make that decision since we've got a week before that game. So I I tend to think even though you want to save your guy, you don't want him to get hurt. I I would like to see Joe Burrow facing some live bullets before the actual season starts. Wouldn't you if you're a Bengals fan? I'd like to see Joe Burrow get out there just a couple series. Get out there, make a couple throws, get yeah, comfortable with it. Yeah, I'd Not heard that he needs it for the playbook or anything, but just, I'd heard, just to
3: get back in the flow. I'd heard some talk of getting him out there and maybe not letting him throw, but just get him out there to get loose and do some handoffs and I guess just to, I don't know, speed of the game type well, of thing. I, but I'm, you know what? I'm with you. Want... I would If I'm going to put him out there, I would like to see him chuck it a time or two. I'd want to see him chuck it get and a drop I like, back. I'd like to see him, get even hit. if it's one series. I'd like to see him get hit
2: once. Not that you put him in that situation, yeah, it's but it's going to happen week one. Get over, get over it. Yep. Get it out of your head. Move on from that. If you could do that in the preseason, it would have been ideal if he could have done it week one.
3: But there's schools. Of, there's schools of thought on I that know. because if it's the wrong hit, it only well, yeah. takes that one wrong it hit. Only takes, you wouldn't want that one being the preseason wrong hit.
2: You'd rather. You know what? Though here's the thing. What difference does it make if it happens in the preseason or if it happens in week two?
3: Right at the end of the day, if, if it's early in the season, yeah, if it happens early yeah. in the season, it's going to suck either way. It's so, going to suck, and you'd be you, out again. I, you can't I think that way. I wouldn't. You put can't him think out there. that way when you're playing this game, and you have yeah. to get back. You got to get over it. I'm with you. I need a series, a series I, I or two. Out of I wouldn't Joe. put
2: him out there for three quarters, all three no, preseason games. No. I never
3: would have done that, but
2: yeah, put him out there. If, if they, if he's good to go, and they say he is, put him out there for a couple series. Let him get out there and just get that get the cobwebs off if nothing else
3: and he and jamar chase were apparently looking pretty good yesterday they were looking pretty good in practice on monday was the word yeah that's good so you there you go don't need a whole lot of concern for jamar chase he's that talented he's going to start ramping it up soon
2: i think so i think you're right uh if you missed anything from the first two hours of the program don't worry we'll get you covered with the rundown when we come back it's man and bone with timmy hall filling in on
4: the fan fan traffic From the Logan AC and Heat
5: Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for. You are going to find some backups on I 70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. Traffic is slow over there. And more delays expected on westbound 670 between I 71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Molina Healthcare. For the health coverage you need close to home, lean on Molina Healthcare. With a Medicaid plan from Molina, you get transportation to medical appointments, Amazon Prime for three months, a 24 hour nurse advice line, and more all at no cost. Get the most from your health plan. Visit leanonmolina.com. For details, only an array with van traffic.
1: Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh yes, this this is Common Man and T Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Tuesday.
3: It's uh, Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in. I gotta say, somebody and thanks for having me, Bone. Yeah, glad awesome. you're in. Glad you're in. Someone just heard us there, and Kevin tweets at me. Kevin. Says a Mustang like this one, Timmy. Oh, we were talking about the new uh, Mustang it takes SUV, a right? a full frontal of this beautiful fire engine red, more like a deep red. Yeah, Mustang SUV. Was it called the Mach E? I yeah. think. Yeah, Mach E. There you go. And I replied, Kevin, must be nice. That's right.
2: That's right. Must be nice. Needs to be on a T-shirt. You know yeah. what? Must be nice to have a promotions department that would put that on a T-shirt must be nice the mustang Mach
3: e and it's the first year of it right 2021 first, or first year. Yeah, yeah yeah msrp from 42 895
2: timmy there you go mm-hmm. i mean not all of us are making the big buckeye show money like you are buddy you got to go get that
3: <laughs> i mean don't even don't I mean, you, even don't sell, even bring it told us on the don't show bring that crap how, around like, here
2: I mean, I don't even really have to work for the money because I mean, dude. we're just rolling it. It's so stop, much at our house. You just stop sort of, it. You just said that. Yeah, that's the, exactly so you what you get the money at that's the right. end of the dial. Mm-hmm. It's exactly
3: <laughs> what you get with the last show on the totem pole. Yeah, dude, guy you, talking about all. The, I mean, I'm just like a ducks. Can worth. I tell you honestly how much time
2: I waste in my life looking at cars of like cars? I'm not necessarily even going to buy, but for example. Over the last couple weeks, you know what I've been really interested in—the mid eight, late eighties Nissan three hundred ZX. Oh, I love a three hundred Z. Now the
3: ZX late eighties model.
2: Those ones, if you think of the ones in the nineties, if you know cars, those were a lot smoothed over. They were they became like big for the modification crowd. They loved to you know slam them down to the ground, put ground effects on them, all that. I'm talking about the ones from the mid eighties that looked more like. I don't know, like kind of an old school Corvette kind of vibe, or like a Datsun well, two forty Z. Like these, mm-hmm. yeah. these are more of the like just two seater. They're up a little higher, anyway. I love them because in the eighties, in these dashboards, they had they were all these digital dashboards that had like green LED lights That's everywhere cool for the time it's being. Just, yeah. Yes,
3: it's so it's old nostalgic, school right? Yeah,
2: and so I've just been obsessing looking at those, and I get on Craigslist. I'm looking everywhere, and I'm just like, yeah. Maybe I'll go get that, and then I and then I don't, obviously. I, but it's like I will do that for two or three weeks, and then next week it'll be, look. hey, let me go check out Crown Victorias
3: from the nineties. So let <laughs> <look>
2: maybe <laughs> get an old police car. Yeah, yeah, get an old police car. Right? Like uh, I, just, no,
3: don't, I have done that don't like be the twenty guy. times. I, I have seen the same guy cruising around the Hilliard area that. Got himself a silver Dodge Charger, right? Mm, yep, like half yep, the yep. cop cars are now. And he's got two, like, logos on the back bumper that look like they could be some kind of sticker for law enforcement from a distance. You get up close and you realize it's nothing. It's I don't even know what the stickers are. And he keeps the mirror on the side to have that look oh, really? of the undercover cop car. I'm like, "Don't do that. Don't yeah. don't be that guy." He's, but he's got the cop motor, cop shocks. Totally. Like he's got he's got all of it going so it throw it throws you off. So don't be that guy, but guilty pleasure cars like, "You should, man. I want you. I with the bone money that you have, <laughs> I want to see you in here sometime in the next 2 years." With a toy, you only live once. That's you've right. got the bone That's money. Right. You've got the five level house. You can do it. <laughs> Get the third <laughs> so set of regret. wheels that you could drive to work and just enjoy yourself. I, I'm so jealous. I told you about my brother in law. What he just did? Yeah, he he's, he, he got he's his, living the dream. He got the old like shell from his. It was his grandmother's what's, car. What's the car? Tell people. What I the don't cars. know the exact year. It's a late '60s Nova. It's a, it's a Chevy Nova. It's a late '60s yeah. Chevy Nova. Good looking. You know, I wouldn't call it a muscle car, it's, right? Oh, but no, it's, it's in that category. Call that the, a muscle like, it's car, a yeah. pony
2: car category. But yeah, it's so it's,
3: it's definitely a classic car. He found engine, all that. Stuff. He found. I'm sure we got him in Columbus too. He found in his area someone who builds like modif- not modified, but builds engines specific for old cars. You know, to race, to restore. Like we have these engines that we build for Chevys, for like this make, this make, and that make. He found the guy, got a price, got a quote, invested what he wanted to invest. He's was like waiting on doing paint. He's gonna do paint later. Like first it was get the engine and the tires. And it's like a 420 horsepower engine that is like the perfect fit for a late 60s Chevy Nova. It. It's beautiful. He was sending me the pictures and he got the car and it's it's got the original interior. The one thing he had him do was like a radio, so they they retrofitted like a radio and he says it looks brilliant. Like you almost can't tell that it's not, not a stock thing from the a yeah. late sixties Chevy. Like it was made to look just like that. And I'll so he's got like the, the new radio, the speaker system and the subwoofer is like in the back where you can't see it. That I look stupid I, I, or anything. I, I,
2: I could talk cars all day. I realize Ugh. that's not what you tune into the show for, but if you are a car person... No, and Bone is cars. If you're the car if guy. You've, if you've got, like, a nice ride that you're just proud of or maybe you've got, like, an old show classic me. car... Yeah. Tweet it at me. I want to see I, it. Act Degenerate T-Bone. I love that. I I, I will retweet them if, if you've got some good ones. So, I mean, I... I Car culture is awesome. I enjoy I, getting around I want, people who like cars. I think it's cool.
3: When so. I hit fifty or something, I, I need to have something. That's like the goal. Yeah, we'll go. I you need I, to have something. Well, let's get. Let's do used that. fine, but just some kind of car that you could just tinker with or get it restored to just let's, drive let's around town and to be proud of.
2: You and I. Let's do this. Let's go to cars and coffee. We'll be lo- those guys. we get like leather jackets that have the brand of car that we like. <laughs> yep. We'll sip our coffee. People will be like, Oh, what do you got in that thing? You'll be Like, oh, I got a four twenty seven. Yeah, man. put did the exhaust myself. We'll just do
3: that. Why don't we be those guys when we're hit fifty? I was I was looking at a few a, more years. I was looking at a listing for like a late thirties Mercury the other oh, day. Oh yeah. That's great. I was just like, man. That's great. I don't know anything about this car, but I'm looking at it right now, I'm researching window. it. It's just I mean, it looks like a, a gangster car, dude. Those those things, man. Flathead V8s, Ford. Like, let's they, drive they, this to Chicago some, oh, right now.
2: Ford made some good engines back in the day. Damn. Still do for what it's worth. Anyway, all right, enough car talk. Run down. Let's do it, Bodie.
1: Common Man and T-Bone's The Rundown. The Rundown.
2: Bodie's sitting here like, when are we going to talk football? What just happened? Why did we go into nine minutes? Well, I mean, you
1: got
3: to drive a car to get to the football. That's right.
2: I I believe cars are an important part of society. Come on. Everybody's
3: got one. Come (laughs) on. Don't even lie. Everyone wants a nice car. Yeah, that's right. That's a real thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, So the Alliance is
2: kind of here. If you've missed this whole storyline... Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC. They are forming some kind of partnership. And today at 2 o'clock, they had their big press conference. Big, lengthy,
3: hour-long press conference. And the
2: reviews after the press conference were, nothing happened. This is very minimal. This is a lot of big words, a lot of promises, but nothing really concrete. So here's the takeaway. All three commissioners were on this call. They all said, we have a partnership formed. They all said we're going to be forming working groups revolving around scheduling for football and women's and men's basketball that will involve partnerships between the three conferences to play more games against each other. Now, they didn't come out and say, here's the number of games, here's how it'll work, here's the rotation, but they said they're working on that. So I'm going to take that as a semi positive step in the right direction, right? Getting these three conferences together. They said they're aligned on all their academic values and Quite frankly, we all know it doesn't matter because that's not what's driving this. If it was, you would have done this years ago. It's the fact you're trying to get more TV revenue.
3: But Yeah, the other thing that they were looked at, at least the Big Ten and the Pac-12, on the scheduling front, because that's, I think, one of the biggest things to take away is that in the future, this could result in the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 agreeing to play you know, at least one game against each conference in the four non-conference games that you would yeah, have. they would drop down to... The, so at least half of your non-conference games would be... The Big Ten and Pac-12 would drop down to your eight group. games instead yeah. of
2: nine. They'd go right. back to eight conference games. So you'd have your six against your division opponents and then two crossovers uh, every year. And then two from, you know, one from the Pac-12, one from the ACC for the Big Ten teams. And then two just however you want to schedule. Yeah,
3: Good. what about... And, and again, like, people are talking about how there's already, you know, long made out agreements to play certain games. And there's some... ACC schools, there's schools in all these conferences, right? That have built in non-conference rivalry games. What do you do with those situations? I think those are going to be questions that are going to have to be answered when you get in further into the future. And if this really is going to be like a sticking point where you're banding together, are you going to ask some of those schools to reconsider, you know, going on with those rivalries? If you want to be exclusive and only play. Yeah. You know, all 12 of your games against these three, against the two other conferences. Because you can make a really good schedule just keeping it in-house. I also like the one idea, if you do this and go back to eight for the Big Ten, probably time to get rid of divisions so you can
2: have, like, some, do that, right. have some
3: better scheduling options within your conference. Because I don't know, as an Ohio State guy, I'm not really all that interested in locking in. I haven't been anyway to locking in with more Rutgers and Maryland yeah, year to year. It'd be nice to flip-flop the rest of the schedule and see everybody more often. Well, and
2: maybe that'll result in some realignment within the conference, but there, there's more to this because there's we have to p- present this, though, because it has to be made clear. There was a point in the press conference where the question was asked, so do you guys have any signed agreements between each other? Nothing like and that. The, <laughs> no. Kevin Warren <laughs> said this. Multiple commissioners said, uh, well, I don't think if you have a... You're always looking at your signed contract. that." What kind of deal do you even have, really? And it's like, okay, so you didn't sign any contracts. So you could theoretically blow this all up in six months. So I think the next six months to two years is going to tell a lot. This is not going to be an instant thing, and I never thought it would be. But if in the next two years you see all these grand ideas become formational plans and them actually changing their conference schedules and backing out of some and canceling some games, Mm -hmm. if you see the ACC starting to say, we really want to get out of our television deal with ESPN – that would be a big step because that's one of the big hindrances to all this working. They have a TV deal that's in place till 2035. So yeah, and we, know the, and
3: we know the Pac-12 wants to improve as well with their footprint yeah, and they do and making more money. And I think their new commissioner, George uh, Klyovkov, who comes mm-hmm. from the MGM, the casino world, yeah. is a guy you would want on your side. I think you know, so. When you're when you're yeah. building a partnership and alliance like well, this, well, he
2: obviously seems not opposed to you know pushing some some chips into the table, right? To use oh, a gambling man, term, a good casino see term there. there. But
3: the, Jim Fossil was he the one but
2: chips in the middle of the table? But right now, here's what they're doing they they are at the table going, "You just wait, we've got a big bet coming in. Just you wait, any day now, we're gonna do it. We we're gonna, gonna up the, the ante, right? But no one's actually doing it yet. So we need to see them actually put their cards out on the table and. Maybe they will do that in future months. But as of right now, not a lot out of this today other than some good ideas that hopefully become concrete plans. Let's wrap it up, Bodie.
1: Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Catch
2: The Rundown every day, 5.02, right here on The Fan. We'll take a break. When we come back, is Jim Harbaugh on the hot seat? Maybe, maybe not, but we'll talk about it next. It's Man and Bone on The Fan.
4: Van traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services
5: Traffic Center Good evening. Plenty of delays out there. You'll find some backups on I-71 northbound between 670 and East Broad Street. More delays on 670 westbound between US-33 and I-70. And more slowdowns on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. This traffic report is sponsored by Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's is celebrating 25 years. That means 25 years of serving over 2.5 billion cooked-to-order chicken finger meals and 25 years of serving their community. Raising Cane's, 25 years, one love. I'm Leanna Ray with fan Traffic.
1: The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in.
2: Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Yo! Don't forget Man and Bone brought to
3: you by Hinderer Motorsports right here on the fan. You getting ready for the quiz? Coming up, Game Show Tuesday. Coming up, 534. Everyone's going to love this, too, because it's the flavor of the year. Conference realignment. A Mm. conference realignment quiz. I'm sure I'll do
2: terrible on it, but I look forward to it. I I don't mind being bad at that. It's okay. So the article I saw today was from Adam Rittenberg. Our guy. Going to start having him on again right here on the fan. We like talking to him. When's that start? Next week? Probably next week, I'm guessing. that's good. I haven't figured that out quite yet, but I'm sure it'll be around then. But Adam Rittenberg had something on ESPN Plus today where he was talking about the coaches in each conference who are on the hot seat. And so he went through, you know, the Big Ten, Pac-12, et cetera, but just focusing on the Big Ten. And the two that he listed were obviously Scott Frost. That one's no surprise. We know Scott Frost has got to win at Nebraska. Oh. And if he doesn't, they're going to get rid of him. New AD there. Trev, Trev, Trev
3: looking over your
2: shoulder, of course. telling you about
3: football and Nebraska football. Yeah. They've, like Scott
2: doesn't know. They've got the new Nebraska
3: guy. So
2: if Scott Frost goes
3: away, it's like, that's yeah, okay. He's the we got old, our, old Nebraska guy. Right. We, we got, got another, another one. We got another one. Yeah. So we're good. He's going to coach now.
2: Yeah. Um, but then the other one they put on here was Jim Harbaugh. And of course, initially I'm thinking, I like Adam, but Jim Harbaugh's not on the hot seat. Why would he be? They just gave him a new contract. They had a chance to part ways with them and they chose not to. But Adam points out this the buyout, which is interesting, mm. right? If you've forgotten, the buyout for that contract is $4 million, which... Is the college football equivalent to a nickel? Like it's nothing. That is that is an very easy very small. For, yeah. For the University of Michigan asked yeah.
3: Charlie Weiss 15 years ago how that works. <laughs> He's like, I got four million dollars in my couch. Notre Dame and Kansas. Oh my God!
2: The yeah, man that just screwed college football. Well, hey man, must be nice. Him. They paid. It must be nice. And they that's the paid dream, him. right? They're stupid to, enough is to, to pay him. Make
3: millions. Yeah. I'm not saying I would the dream is to get fired here because I'd be poor and living in a ditch, but to be told to leave work and we're going to give you millions of dollars to do it. So here's okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, I would,
2: I would in a second sign up for it. So here is my, my basic thought on the Jim Harbaugh stuff. And I'm curious to find out where you are on this. I feel like Michigan basically said, if, if we assume Michigan actually has standards, which may be a faulty assumption, on our part. Cause maybe they're just content with having Jim Harbaugh and getting to between six and eight wins every year. But I feel like Michigan basically said last year, look, Jim, we could fire you We probably should fire you. We won't fire you. We're going to give you one more real year where there's not COVID or at least not a COVID shortened season. Like we had last year, we're going to give you another chance to go out and beat Ohio state. Cause we didn't play that game last year. obviously, but here's...
1: here God, are the, don't here, remind
2: me. That's It's just know, amazing. But it's here to are, to are the two, two, stakes. Years. These are the stakes. If you don't get to blank number of wins and if you don't beat Ohio State, then we are done. I wonder if that's kind of what happened last year. And if it is, then you can see how the, it sets up nicely to move on from him. Do you think that's where Michigan is? Or do you think, no, they've, they've got I no just, standards. They're just happy to be here and they'll just tool around with a guy well, who's going to get them... Somewhere around, you know, seven or eight
3: wins, maybe. I worry for Michigan fans that actually are passionate and really care about their rich history and they want to see this back more than anything. But I sit here and snicker because I wouldn't put it past them. We got to this point. Here we are, you know? And I do I do find it funny how they were discussing lifetime contracts for Jim Harbaugh (laughs) not long ago. And you mentioned that buyout. That buyout just continues to drop. It's not I mean, it goes down by a million each year that we go on. And four million is nothing. Like they would if they really needed to, they would do it right after this year. I just I'm and the the prognosis on Michigan football, too, everywhere you look. I got to get a Vegas win total in front of me to just cross check that, but just listening Phil, listening to Phil Steele, who was on a I couple of the was, shows here on the say station, it was seven seven and a half. I yeah, want to say it's seven to eight wins ish as the ceiling for this team, and well, if they lose a bunch of these games, it could look really embarrassing, which is what it's already looked like. Even though we were in the pandemic last year, but their record was just nasty, and they almost lost to Rutgers. Yep. Rutger, sorry, would have given them the S if they got that done. You have to do that tomorrow oh morning my on Morning Juice.
2: You don't have to worry about that today. But here, here, let me run down their schedule real quick. For those who have not paid attention to it, uh, they start off next Saturday, September 4th, against Western Michigan at home. We'll give them a win there. Let's run through it see how many we end up with, okay? Mm-hmm. They take Washington at home, 8 p.m. ABC. That's a game they can easily lose. Ryan, I'm not saying that the Washington Huskies are the best team in the world, but neither is Michigan. I could see that going either way. Yeah, Washington
3: not great, but let's hold that as, Let's yeah. hold that one out right now and say we're not going to count that as a win. Actually, you know what? Washington, much better. They're winning that game. Okay. Huskies right. win that game. Alright. Yeah. North- loss for Michigan.
2: Let's say Northern Illinois, Michigan again at home, they win that game. That's two wins for them so far. Now it's Big Ten time. Uh, they get Rutgers at home. I assume revenge game, but Rutgers should be improved. We'll still say they beat Rutgers. Now they've got three wins, and now they play actual teams. At Wisconsin, that's a loss, three and two. Yep. At Nebraska, that's an iffy game, but you know this could be a Scott Frost make or break type of game. Could be. Yeah. Could be one where he gets could be the fired. First big win,
3: that. Scott Frost gets. Nebraska. It could be
2: or it could be the last one he coaches. I don't know. We could
3: be at that point where they maybe have lost three or four and they're terrible. Let's go a win there. Let's go four and two. Okay, Let's see where it goes. goes. Let's try to be on like the side of Michigan. On the, the side, side, side. On, right. the si- on the safe side of Michigan
2: winning more games. Now, Northwestern's obviously lost quite a bit last year, but that was a team that took Ohio State yeah, not quite down to the wire, but pretty close. They were in, in the championship. championship game, though. Yeah, and, and, and played Ohio State division. tough. Played Ohio yeah. State pretty
3: tough. So Northwestern Let's go Northwestern. Okay. Northwestern again, if, if I look at those two games Nebraska and Northwestern I can see one and one okay and you know how college football you just you could win the one that you're thinking they're going to lose and then the next yeah, week it's sure difference. let's go one and one in that span all right four and three as bad as Michigan
2: State is you know I think Michigan pulls this off but it is at three. Michigan yeah. State let's we'll go, go five, five and three wins. Michigan yeah Indiana at home for Michigan that's a loss to me I think I think Indiana some be, respect.
3: I think Indiana is going to be really good this Give year. Give Indiana some deserved respect over years of building the program in the right mm-hmm. direction which Michigan has not done. Michigan is still sitting on
2: 5 wins as of right now. 5 and 4. They go November 13th to Penn State, 5 yes. and 5. 5 and 5. They are at Maryland November 20th. That that's a dangerous game for them. At that point. Yeah, late in the year. If they're hovering at 500 yeah, they should win that game on paper, probably, but who knows what they'll look like at that point. Let's give them the win. We'll give them the win. That's
3: six wins. Six and five, and you're losing to the There's Buckeyes. only
2: one game left. I six mean, and six. It
3: is very possible this is a six-win football team,
2: a five-win football team. And I don't know how you keep Jim Harbaugh around at that point. I don't care that you just gave him a new contract. Buy it out and move on and go hire Matt Campbell or hire somebody else if
3: that's what you're trying to do. You should. I mean, enough is enough. It would be embarrassing if, if you're going to keep a guy around with all that he's done. I, you could make so many different excuses. You could talk about the pandemic, but dude, you have been a, a quarterback guy that came home. You were proud to do it. You were ready for this. All of college football just anointed you when you arrived, and you haven't brought one star-studded quarterback into the fray. You yeah. got them all from the transfer market. You couldn't go out there and recruit someone and coach them up, develop them and show everybody. Look, like it's, I know, like I had Andrew Luck on my side, but look at the development. Look at the recruiting I can do. I can pick him. I know what a good quarterback looks like. Yeah. I'm going to go out there. I'm Jim Harbaugh. I'll do that. He hasn't even come close to doing no, that. No, and I don't close. care if one of these guys you have now might turn into that time is running out you can't go six and six and again I'm not so sure it gets to six and six I know I'm I'm saying they're gonna I
2: I think they will struggle to be a bowl eligible team this year I think that's where they have a boss that is does seem like the meter right it's making a bowl game is where Michigan has fallen to can they make a bowl game that's about where they are take a break when we come back it's game show time we'll do that next man and bone Timmy Hall filling in on the fan
1: Fan
4: traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
5: Good evening. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of Route 315 northbound at Ackerman Road. Traffic is slow from Kinnear Road in this area. Watch out for backups as they try to get things cleaned up, and please be cautious over here in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Meineke Car Care Centers. Is your car as road trip ready as you are? Stop by your independently owned and operated Meineke, your one-stop shop for total car care. Make an appointment today for your free road trip check at a participating location. See store for details. Engine, brakes, tires, oil, Meineke doing car care right I'm right. Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Look,
1: Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T Happy Tuesday to you.
3: Timmy Hall filling in for a Common Man today. That a fitting rejoin. Oh, yeah. It's your guy, Jim. It's true. Final season The Last Dance for Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. That's right. Like a break. I just, my
2: mind went blank for a second. <laughs> Completely forgot we were talking about Jimmy. Harbaugh. If uh, worms had machine gun, <laughs> they'd be killer worms. Man, we're going to run out of good sound bites. So I kind of want him to stick around, but. You go out like that, if you go out and lose 5 or 6 games, I would think that's enough. That's bye-bye time for him. I would think but, get the hell
3: out of here. Yeah, but we'll, this is Michigan football for God's sake.
2: Who knows, man. I don't know what Michigan football thinks of themselves. It's crazy when you go up there. I've been up to Ann Arbor a few times now and been by the stadium, went there once for a mm-hmm. not a football game, for a soccer game of all things, but like just being around there, I mean, that place oozes importance to themselves. You know? Like they they take themselves super seriously as as you do here at Ohio State as everyone does you know when it comes to playing football it's a big deal but they treat it that way except no no one is close as far as what Michigan's doing compared to Ohio State it's night and day difference but when you walk up there you go any of the campus stuff they still have everything going back to you know Bo Schembechler and all that I mean they're still like just living in all that history and acting like yeah we're still yeah we're still top of the heap and it's like no you're not it's i mean you've got a giant stadium but it's you're
3: clearly not. a basketball school at the moment oh, at this point yeah absolutely and it it's is. not it wouldn't even be fair to take no. that away from what that program has done yeah success in the tournament just bad yeah i don't i don't
2: i don't know what happens with michigan but i'm excited to watch it all as it unfolds because i think it's going to be bad
3: all right uh let's do it let's play a game show what do you got for me today? All right, Bone and everybody at home and in their cars. I think you're going to like this one. I'm calling this the conference realignment quiz. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think I'm going to do poorly. How many do I have to? How many you do got I have? Ten. Here? Okay. I think that's the standard ten questions. All right. Aim
2: for, I'll aim for six out of ten. Okay. That's the low bar I'm setting for myself. Do we have the uh, ding and the buzzer? I don't have them, but that's okay. Does Bodie have it? He's got them. He's ready to go. Good, good. Here's the
3: thing. Bodie knows I'm helpless, so he's got all that stuff, which is good. You can't get the the dad fired up over there. So which of these universities, along with Maryland, used to be a member of the ACC? Okay? Yeah. Used to be a member of the ACC. Mm -hmm. Florida, Miami, South Carolina... Wait, wait, hold on. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening?
2: <laughs> because one of them is a member uh... of <laughs> Did you lose your first
3: question? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, right. God. Florida, uh-huh. South Carolina, uh-huh. or Boston University? Oh, okay. Which of these universities, along with Maryland, used to be a member of the ACC? Um... Say it again. Florida, Florida, Boston University. South Carolina or Boston University? Was Boston University? No, sorry. Oh. You should have just picked the Hurricanes, who are currently in the ACC. I would have done I screwed that. Up that, the, that I was going to be right. I'm pretty sure. I think that's the only mistake in the whole quiz, <laughs> and it was in the first one. I was getting. I was just getting the juices flowing. Yeah. The Gamecocks were founding members See? of the ACC. All right, 1953 was... to 71, they went independent, then to the Metro, then to the SEC. All, All right. right, there you go. Since 2004, not including Notre Dame. Six former Big East members have become members of the ACC. Yeah. Can you name at least five of them? We just I'll give you Miami. Cuz dumb me. I was <laughs> Miami's Trying one. to I was looking to put an, another team in Florida in uh, that to throw you off on the ACC question. All right. Um god, I don't know. This is so bad. Uh Piet is one. Yeah. Yeah, Miami went in 04. Mm-hmm. There were a couple other there was one other school that went in in 04 and there was another one that went in in 05. Was uh, Virginia Tech? Yep, Miami and Virginia Tech both went in 04, so you got those. And there was one in 05 that went...
2: Was Virginia in already? already Virginia was
3: always ACC. They were always ACC. Yep, that's right. You said Pitt, so you're at three. Pitt went in in 2013. why am I blanking on this? This should be super easy. These are big, big programs. I know. Oh, Syracuse, right? Yes, Syracuse went in 13 as well. You got four. Oh, my God. Uh, Ah, Ah! Matt Andrews is back there <laughs> trying to motion to you. I'm going to give him to you. You got four. What did Boston I? Boston College, 05, oh, and Louisville. I was going to
2: say Louisville. Louisville. It.
0: Uh, God. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.